All right, three, two, one. Hey, 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 hey what's hey, up, hey. everyone? My name is Kyle K. Keezy. If you want to call me that, feel free. And this is my main man, NZKA. I'll be Brian Irons. Who in the fuck is Brian Irons? Brian Irons is the, um, like the chief detective at the Raccoon City Police Department. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a Resident Evil 2 nod. All right. <laughs> well, welcome. Um, those are just joining us. Welcome. Um, we just got done streaming my first ever Resident Evil 2 experience. That was a good good old time. Yeah. We streamed that live on Facebook, and we'll have that up uh, eventually for YouTubers and stuff like that. But, man, do you just want to dive right into it, or do you want to talk about anything else about your week or anything before we... Uh, uh, you want to get personal? No, nah, we can talk about whatever, bro. We can get into it. Let's get into it. All right. We'll let um, it naturally flow. So, Resident Evil 2... Like menstrual period. <laughs> um, Resident Evil 2 comes out when? It comes out the 25th. January 25th. Month. And w- last week, we were talking that we were excited... Well, you were excited that um, the demo, one-shot demo, was came coming out. The 11th. Came out last week, and uh, you played it. I, we I played haven't, it early. We haven't talked about your opinions on it at all. All no, we've we, done is on, you've coached on. me through playing it. Just because we're talking about this, I want to give you guys all a tip to the game. If you've got an Xbox One, you set your time zone to Australia time zone. Because yeah. if you do that, every time something comes out, you get it like 12 hours early or something. Mm. So mine says it's Australia, but I also played the Resident Evil demo 12 hours before everybody else on my Xbox One because I thought I was in Australia. Okay. So just key to the game. Do that. Like I downloaded the PUBG when they uh, were testing out like new maps and shit. I downloaded the test server for Australia and I was playing all those 12 hours before everybody else could play them. Like download the, or set it to Australia, bro. Just do that. You're welcome. That's a good all tip. Right. Go ahead. Um, so I just played it and it was pretty, uh, I was very nervous the entire time. Uh, I don't play scary games for those that don't know. I don't, I, they make me too anxious. I can't do it. Um, but that's your like favorite shit. It is my so, favorite shit. Resident Evil two specifically is your favorite game of all time. My single favorite. So you've been waiting 45 years for them to remake it in 21. HD. 21 years. Well, it was 21 since <laughs> Resident Evil two initially came out. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've been waiting 21 years for them to remake it. Right. Of I've course. probably been waiting 15 years for them to remake it. Sure. Because when it first came out, I was like, oh, remake this. So what? But after a little while, I was like, I always wanted that game remade. And when they remade Resident Evil 1, I was like, oh, yes. So tell me your get it. Tell me your feelings. Like when you went to when you were downloading this and you went to go boot it up for the first time. Like, I know that had to be. uh, It was exciting moment. It was exciting. Um, I have all these opinions about the demo. Um, Yeah, I'll just I'll just get right into it. Um, So. We never clashed. Let's do that real oh, quick. Yeah, we should clash. Let's clash. Hey. Hell yeah. No, but, um, so did you tear up? Scott says <laughs> I did not. Um, I probably will when I finish it though. Yeah. Like I probably will like have a good, like hot tear. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I'm again, I've spoke about this on the podcast before, but like, I'll never be able to experience this feeling ever again. I'll have other things that I get excited for. I will never have another video game in life that will be as monumental as this is. Like this is the pinnacle of gaming for me right now. So it's big for me. But um, Resident Evil 2 has so many things that I love about it. Um, they're reimagining it. So I think that's the right way to go. I'm totally on board with that. I like that it's not like a shot for shot remake. Okay. Um, I like that. They kind of did that with the Resident Evil remake. 
they like added some things and stuff but for the most part it was a shot for shot remake this one's a lot more different than the original um like when he was playing the demo we were going over it like whole areas are like blocked off you have to find new ways to go mm-hmm. you're tackling different areas of the police station in different order uh certain characters are more involved than they were before <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's literally um, the weirdest thing that could have played. Right <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I know that they switched to the third person over the shoulder camera. Um, I have never been a huge fan of the third person over the shoulder camera. Okay. I always like the old tank controls, which the Resident Evil community is divided on. Like a lot of people don't like it because it's too dated. A lot of people really like it because it's scarier and all that. Um, I've always liked tank controls better. But the reason tank. I've like. Dude, the you're tank, killing me. What right do you now. mean tank controls? Have you ever, you've never played the original Resident yeah. Evil games? Like the first three Resident Evil games, and even Code Veronica, um, they have fixed camera positions in all the rooms. Okay. So every time you walk into a room, the camera's there, and like the way you control it, you oh, have yeah. to like turn your guy, and like, and it, it's really difficult to somebody that hasn't like played that before. It takes some getting used to. I do recall that um, you had to like, yeah, every time you walked in a room, it was like, I mean, the camera angle changed. You yeah. had to readjust your like, yeah. analog stick essentially. Um, like when you play it for a little while, you get super used to it. But now it's like um, an over the shoulder. Now it's like over the shoulder, like Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Um. Okay. But my issue with the camera switch was never so much the camera switch. Mm-hmm. It was more so the fact that re- like starting with Resident Evil 4, it started going this real action oriented direction and straying away from horror. And that's where it really bothered me. Okay. So like the Resident Evil 2 demo is clearly very horror. Yeah. So I don't mind the camera angle. Okay. As long the as the angle doesn't make the genre. Nah, as lo- I mean, the, the cool thing about the camera angle before is like you go into rooms and you could hear that there's zombies in the room. Yeah. But like the camera would be set up in a position where there'd be a zombie in the same room as you, but you couldn't see him. Okay. So it would like you'd hear them and you wouldn't know which corners you could go around and that caused a lot of tension and stuff. Um, but like, I don't mind the camera being this way. I didn't mind the camera being a first person for Resident Evil 7. I love that game. I just want it to be a horror game. That's all I like this, this, this genre or this, this series, the franchise invented survival horror. Like this is the reason horror games are massive. And so, um, like for this ser- uh, series, this franchise to be leaning into action so heavy and getting away from horror is just like you've lost what you were. Okay. Um, so the fact that it's horror, that's all that's important to me. I don't mind the camera angle at all. I think, it plays very well. I think Resident Evil 4 played well. I thought it was a fun game. I just thought it was a bad Resident Evil game. Um, but getting into it, um, I really love when you're shooting the zombies, certain pieces are flying off and everything. Um, you saw a little bit of that. Yeah. Like I was playing around the second time I played the demo on the PC. I had all this extra time because I beat it. And so I went back in and I just like was like shooting zombies on the ground, like shooting their arms off and stuff. <laughs> okay. You can do all kinds of wild shit. It's yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love the atmospheric nature that they put on the police station where it's really dark in resident the original resident evil 2 it's not dark like that you can see always like that's something that they've put on this and it's great um it feels like resident evil 7 resident evil 4 and resident evil 2 all had like an orgy and this was the baby (laughs) because it's like the resident evil game but it kind of plays like four but it's in the seven engine and it's kind of pulling all the best things from all of them. Okay. And I think those are three high points for the series. So I really understand why they would do it the way they did. I love it. Uh, I'm really excited that it's different. So I'm not gonna be able to just run through it in two hours. Like I'm gonna be able to really sink my teeth in with this. 
I'm super excited. What do you have to say? Um, it was entertaining. I mean, it looks like they did a good job of it, uh, of remaking it. Um, this is not my shit at all. I never play games like this. No survival horror. No, I really don't even play action oriented type games that often. I'm more of an RPG or a casual type of game. Um, but nevertheless, you play lots of action oriented games. You just play ones with RPG elements like yeah. destiny, destiny, God of war, yeah. horizon zero dawn, yeah. I think would fall in that category too. Yeah. So I guess you're right. Um, so, but that said, uh, Resident Evil 2, it was fun. Uh, 16 minutes of it I played. Uh, I honestly don't foresee myself really like getting it. I, I, I didn't love it. I'm not going to go out and buy it. <laughs> you know, when you're done with it, maybe I'll borrow it and try it again and actually give it a, the, a real fair shake. But I just, I get so anxious playing those games, man. I That alone it, it turns me off of it enough. But the gameplay also isn't really... I, you can see how well I am at shooting too. Well, that's why I said like I'm not very like, good at that. <laughs> if you play Resident Evil Five, like you'll be able to play that with me. We'll have a great time. Okay, it's not scary. I would do that. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's a really good Resident Evil game too. Like, of there's three main Resident Evil games that got really far away from horror, and they were four, five, and six. Okay, six is a notorious piece of shit, and we're just gonna remove that from the conversation already. You know how I feel about it. Um, four is a great game. Not a great Resident Evil game. Mm. Five is a great Resident Evil game. A great game. The only real complaint I have for it is it's not a horror game. Okay. But other than that, everything about it is great. The story goes well with Resident Evil. Uh, it's just it's awesome. Well, for that reason alone, I'd probably enjoy it a little more. So. Well, it's also co-op, so we can play the whole campaign co-op. If I play through that with you, I may enjoy like find myself enjoying it more, and I might that might lead me to pick. You would. The other, thing that, the other thing that has Resident that I think Evil. will really make it fun for you, which I haven't seen any other Resident Evil game do this very well. Um, they've like tried to emulate it, but none of them have done it well. Resident Evil 5 has all these different guns you can get, and then you upgrade them and upgrade them and upgrade them. And then like after you like upgrade them to their max, you can upgrade them one more level and you get like infinite ammo for them. And so you can play the game like six times and max everything out. And then you just got like all these crazy oh, weapons cool. and you can do all kinds of wild shit. And so you can start on easier difficulties and upgrade your shit and then jump to higher difficulties with your shit. Oh, that's cool. And so then you can go like tackle the most difficult thing with like infinite ammo and shit. And it's awesome. That sounds pretty cool. It's so fun. Oh, well, I mean, it seems neat. Um, what would you uh, would you give the demo a monster bash? Um, the, OK, so how about this? I was saying when I was trying to stream it, my stream messed up, but um, I think the Resident Evil 2 demo is definitely a monster bash, but it's a monster bash, but I think it's not as good as the Resident Evil 7 demo. Okay. Um, the reason that I say that, I hate the one shot aspect. Mm. I really hate that. I hate that. They gave me a time limit because I was feeling pressured to hurry the whole time to see as much as I could, but yeah. I didn't want to squander it. So I couldn't decide if I wanted to take my time and really feel it out or if I want to just rush to try to beat it. That is uh, odd that I no, hate that. Why did they do it like a one shot and also make it to where it, it has a, a, a ending that you can get that an inexperienced player can get to in 16 minutes? You know, that seems kind of weird, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to know what you're doing. To but nevertheless, that's not a, my point. Is there's not a whole lot of game there? Why make it one shot? It's not. I like, agree. You know, I I'm think with, you should be able to play it as many times you want. I, that's what I think. The other thing I think that made the Resident Evil Seven demo so unbelievably amazing, whereas this was not the same, um, was Resident Evil Seven was like this 
the the demo for that beginning hour was like a standalone experience. Mm-hmm. Like you could never play Resident Evil Seven. You could just play the demo, and that was a thing. Okay, like. It's about these guys that go into this house. You Basically, you, you're in this house. You find a tape and you go through this tape and it's these other guys that came to the house filming this like horror show called Sewer Gators. And it's like a, it's like um, what's the like ghost hunters or something. Okay. And they're there and they all get fucked up and you're watching this tape of them getting fucked up in the house you're in. And then you like find by watching the tape, you find these new ways to get around the house and you're trying to escape the house. Okay. Um, but like that beginning hour demo by itself without the rest of the game is just awesome okay and you can play it a bunch of times and there's like multiple different things you can do in it like there's a certain way that you go where you have to pull a switch a handle that's hidden in the fireplace and the first time you play it you don't know it's there so you have to watch the tape of these other guys and they find it and so when the tape ends then you can go and pull it you know where to go so the second time you play it if you skip the tape and you just pull it it changes a bunch of the item locations and there's like a different ending. Oh, wow. This is all in the demo. That's pretty cool. And then they also updated the demo like twice after to add more parts of the house. Like then they add the attic and the second update and then the third update, you get into the basement, you can actually fight an enemy. It's like a mini game in yeah, itself. That's it pretty is. cool. And it was so super awesome. The one shot demo is not that. Yeah. It's just, it's literally just a small it's just a, slice it's like of It's more the like game. a regular demo with a timer on it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it, I... I mean, I don't have very strong opinions on it. It was fine, you know, but I just hope that for somebody like you who is so into it, I hope it lives up to the standard or your expectations. You know, I would hate for you to be disappointed in the game. You of know? Everything I've seen in this game, trailers and all that, all the leaks that I've seen and all of the um, demo that I've played, mind you, I've avoided major spoilers. Um, but of what I've seen, I expect this to live up to my expectations. Okay. It looks great. I think it looks phenomenal. Um, time will tell. We'll see. We'll talk about it. I'm sure at length. Yeah, I'm. But I'm looking forward to. I'm getting really your full excited review. about it. I'm really, really excited about it. I can't wait. Okay. Um, did you play any other games? Or, or oh yeah, you did play some more games. Talk about your streaming experience. All right. So I started streaming. You can find me at Twitch TV slash Its Ends. Twitch TV slash Its Ends. Yes. Um, I. I had a lot of um, technical difficulties trying to get my streams to work all week. So I've been streaming all week, but my streams haven't been working all week. Um, so not until yesterday, really, did my stream start working appropriately. Finally got all the little kinks worked out. Um, I played some PUBG on stream. I, um, hey, stream team. Uh, what's up, Bobby Cray? Um, <laughs> stream. So I did stream with Bobby Cray yesterday. Him and I and uh, his buddy, um, we all played... PUBG and we had one of the most fun PUBG matches I've ever had we didn't even win it was just so fun like, yeah and they were they're both better at PUBG than I am like by a large margin okay I'm serviceable I can play but sure. like they're sweet right and like Bobby you're my guy bro and you're way better at PUBG than me and you're like a pro but your buddy is way better than you too um <laughs> and that's not a knock to you he's a fucking animal um like at one point I died and I was watching the two of them and his boy is like, it was like watching Ninja, bro. Like, it looked like he was hacking. He's like that good, huh? Yeah, bro. He was just murking everybody. Like, he got like 12 kills or something. He was bucking one guy after the next. <laughs> Nobody was touching him. It was just disgusting, bro. But like, I had a good match. They both had a good match. It was just a fun, heated match. That was great. Um, so I, you can check that stream out. It's on my Twitch. But uh, I enjoyed that. I'll shout out your boy, uh, Thread Brad, friend. Yeah. 
What's his yeah, name? Yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Thread Brad, Thread Brad Fran. Fran. A witch <laughs> on Twitch. I don't know. Shout out to you, homeboy. Hopefully yeah. you check out the pod. Uh, He's watching. Brad, yeah, he, uh, he was I, hanging out with you on uh, Twitch last night. I streamed Resident Evil 7 last night, beginning to finish. Okay. Um, so you can watch that all in one shot. It took me about four hours. Um, but yeah, Thread Brad Franowich jumped in and he chatted with me the whole time. Um, he was cool. Um, I had a few Pretty other cool. guys watching me on some other streams. They were cool. Um, got some new followers. They said they were going to check out the pod. So I hope they're going to check it out. Just salute to all you guys. Um, I streamed some uh, Counter-Strike CSGO. That shit is fun. Love it. Hell but yeah. I plan to stream all of the Resident Evil games at some point. Cool. I want to do like Outlast and all the horror games. I want to be the sweet, horror guy. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your collection of uh, sweet like games that you well, just... Well, Resident Evil 2, I'm going to stream all the way through. Okay. First time. Okay. Like, I'm not going to play it not streaming. I'm going to... I want you to <laughs> experience it with me. So you're going to play it on PC first then? Yes. Okay. Unless like... Because I was saying before, when I bought my graphics card, mm -hmm. it came with two free games. And one of them was Resident Evil 2. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting for them to send me the download code. And if they don't send it to me, like on release day... I'm planning on PlayStation first, I guess. I'm sure you'll get it. Like I, I think I will. I pre-ordered Elder Scrolls Online, and they sent it to me like a day before or some shit like that. So I'm sure they'll. It. I'm sure they'll send it to me. But if they don't, I'm not waiting. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, shit. so you've been waiting this long, shit. Yeah, no, nah, like this is the one. Like this is the one. All right. Um, that's cool, man. I, I look forward to seeing more of your streams. And I, we were talking before the show. I was. Uh, we were discussing that. We should both start doing some more streams and uh, posting them on our page. So yeah, look, they're going to be on the Iconoclash. But uh, I, know, I know, I know, we've been saying that for a while, but I, you know, he, you're already doing it, and uh, you're encouraging me to. So hell yeah, I'll see what we I should can. stream together, bro. Yeah, we'll stream maybe when we do that Resident Evil Five shit. Oh, you're not even showing it on the screen, bro. Yeah, well, we you got our Twitch up here, and you're not showing it on the. Oh, our, I was showing them. Yeah. You know. oh. It's cool. I'm pretty. Twitch.tv slash it's ends. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I don't boom. know if mine's keysy or special keysy. One or the other. Uh, but it'll be on YouTube on Iconoclash soon. <laughs> I think we're going for that. Yeah. Whatever ones you want to put on there, I guess. You don't have to put them all, but. Well, I'm going to like, like, if I have like average PUBG matches, I'm not going to put those on YouTube. Or if I have average CSGO streams, I'm yeah. not going to put those on YouTube. But like, when I play a full game, like a solo game, like Resident Evil 7, I'll just put that on there. Yeah. That'd or if cool. I have like a really amazing PUBG match, like I might cut that other PUBG match out. I feel you. you know um, well, um, I don't. I didn't have. I don't have much anything else to add to that. Um, I don't have much else to add to horror uh, other than we did agree to both watch a horror movie last week. We did. And we. Do you want to get into that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we agreed to watch Terrifier. Before we get into that, can we jump to Mandy and then go to Terrifier? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Tell me. Tell me your experience with Mandy. <clears throat> I tried to watch Mandy this week. Yeah. It couldn't keep my attention. Yeah, bro that that movie was like was making my eyes bleed. Okay, like the way that the contrast was like way the fuck up. It mm -hmm. felt like everything was red. It was yeah. like it was like watching a black and white movie, but it was it was all red. Instead. Yeah, it was really strange. And like as I was like tuning out and um, like doing other things, and then like looking back, I'd see scenes where it wasn't like that. So it wasn't like that the whole movie, right? But like it was so jarring to watch that just with life that I just it, I struggled with it heavily. It's a very unique, uniquely shot and edited movie. I'll I'll say that. So it doesn't look it. like a normal film. Uh, it doesn't. I understand. I mean, if if you don't want to, if you're not willing to trudge through it, I don't blame you. But I tried. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I think it's worth it. I think the last, like I said, the last half hour, forty five minutes makes. 
every other bit of it well worth it. But, you know, I get it. I don't maybe blame I'll, Maybe I'll give it another effort at some other time. But I, I tried. It was just hard for me. All right. So we watched Terrifier, though. We did watch Terrifier. Well, you, who, who suggested this movie to you? Aaron, this is one of Aaron's, uh, which is Scott's brother, um, one of Aaron's top movies of last year. He's a big horror buff. He recommended it on the Unknown Pod. And so he recommended Mandy, and I checked it out and loved it. I was like, man, I got to check out Terrifier. Then he talked, he spoke highly of it. Um, it Terr- Terrifier is pretty unique. I'll say that. I want you to say what you got to say about it, because I got something to say about it, but I don't, I don't know. Wait until you're done. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I, I'll be honest. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun watch, I guess, if you want to call it fun. Uh, there's a couple scenes that are, are one. I mean, let's keep it real. There's one scene in particular that vagina is, saw. Yes. Which is one of the craziest shit. I've ever <laughs> I know exactly. Seen. I mean, there's a lot of grotesquely violent yeah. shit in there, but that is clearly the scene. That scene is, I mean, if you just told somebody about that scene, they probably wouldn't watch it to be quite honest. So let's tell you about it. It's um for the spoiler. If you want to be spoiled on terrifying, I mean, it's a, it's a torture porn movie. It, yeah. Like, it's essentially it a, a, so a, a clown is spoiler, spoiler, a guy dressed like a creepy clown is just murdering people in an apartment and he doesn't talk the whole movie which i thought was pretty cool well they he basically gets this hot chick and he like strings her up by her feet and then he gets her naked for some reason which is just basically to have a naked chick in the movie mm-hmm. but then but i uh, did like how her tits were like upside down like upside down and like they're hanging they're like weirdly hanging yeah. it's pretty interesting. and then he took like a fucking handsaw yeah like a rusty hacksaw. put it on her vagina and then cut her in half all yep. the way down all the way i guess yeah. showed it yeah <laughs> And he, oh, and her friend, he made, he had her friend tied up and made her watch. Yeah. While he did that. And she was alive during this, by the way. Yeah. Sawing. Yes. Um, and he's literally like smiling and laughing. laughing. And yeah. Very, very strange. So that scene in particular was, I mean, honestly, hard to watch. Like, I, I don't find too many scenes where I'm like, ah, oh, but like that was one of them. I was like, oh my fucking God, I can't believe they're showing this. And he goes all the way down to like pretty yeah. much her nose. Um, and then leaves her. Yeah, he didn't. Cut, he didn't. He didn't finish. <laughs> yeah. She's still attached. Yeah, it's at very, like the forehead. It's like a fucking wishbone, you know. Uh, but that scene was grotesque. But other than that, the the movie doesn't have much of a plot. It's essentially girls trapped in building, and he's murdering people. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of horror movies that are like. I mean, every Michael Myers movie is essentially the same plot. Um, stylistically, I thought the movie was really cool. Um, it wasn't super unique, I guess. I think I did say it was, but the character was, I really thought his character is one of the creepiest fucking characters I've ever seen on a movie, to be quite honest. I mean, that would freak anybody out if you're scared of clowns or not, but I liked it. I thought it was pretty, pretty interesting. I liked it more than fucking, uh, what was that movie? The TV one that kept telling them what to watch. Wait further instructions. Wait further instructions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I give it you a like monster it bash. Wait for instruction. Yeah, I give it a monster bash. I okay. just give it a monster bash. It's not like a great. You want to give it piece a piece of film? Oh yeah, it's not a great piece of film, but I enjoyed watching it. Um, I would recommend it to horror fans only. I would never. Nobody my, else is gonna like it. No one else is gonna like it. I would not recommend like my wife to watch it. She would never watch it. I watched it after she went to sleep. Right, you ready for my horror opinion? Sure. That movie was hot garbage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. That shit is just torture porn, bro. That's all it was. Like, it was just gross shit for the sake of gross shit. There is no story arc. There's no plot. There's no character build. Like, it drops you in. Hot chicks, clowns bothering them. Then he starts murdering everybody. Yeah. Nothing else to it. Nothing at all. Um, 
the clown was fairly interesting, and I will say the gore is done pretty well. Like it yeah. looks pretty believable. It's not corny. It looks a lot better than you would expect from like B rated horror mil- films and, and things like that. Yeah. Um. But like outside of that, there's there's nothing good about this movie. This was a terrible. Oh, fucking that's a movie. shame. I th- I was th- I was under the impression you'd like it. No, nah, it was it was. I mean, horror films are not known for having, you know, fancy, well thought out expansive plots right where character builds so i mean what was different from this much. and like what was the one we went and seen hell hell House? hellfest hellfest oh hellfest yeah but you loved hellfest i loved hellfest i did what did you find what did you enjoy about hellfest that terrifier didn't provide i thought hellfest had better characters uh they're easier to sympathize with they weren't like dumb hot chicks that weren't likable okay like um one oh here let me tell you one thing the i characters I, were relatable in hellfest let me tell you one annoying thing about terrifier is they kept like he kept finding people people kept coming to this building and he kept killing him then another person would come and he'd kill them then another person would come and well, he'd kill I mean, the other thing it was too, like people get, just kept filing into the building they were feeding to be him bodies that's what yeah. they, that's the whole <laughs> movie but like um like terrifier had this whole thing where he was just like this crazy clown but then they killed him but then he came back to life and yeah. it was like that was weird was he a serial killer or was this like some demonic possession hmm. thing or was this like a I, monster? Like I want to say there's some element of paranormal due to the final scene of the movie with the coroner, like yeah, with the like, lights I don't flash think, and shit. I don't think anything about it was paranormal other than that. Like it was like they just wanted to add some more stuff in after yeah. he was dead. And it was like, okay. you just wanted body count for body count sake. Like yeah. it was just. I didn't think the acting was good. I didn't think the cinematography was good. Man, the um the vagina hacksaw scene. Oh, that was memorable. I'll remember like, that. The, I'll remember that. The blood like pouring down her face uh, and shit like that. Even like, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, that scene. Like, it, it seems like they. It wouldn't surprise me if the writer of Terrifier wrote that scene and then built a story around it. <laughs> that's literally I mean, what that's it feels kinda, like. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like, await further instructions is a great example because I don't think that was like the greatest movie there. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Sure. But like, the ending was disappointing and things like yeah. that. But I felt like that was a more entertaining movie. Oh, okay. That had me on the edge of my seat, whereas like Terrifier was just fucking torture porn, yeah. bro. Like, just go to Rotten.com and watch that shit because that's the same thing, except for that's real. I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing like a... I, the clown look cool. I'll put it like this. If they make a Terrifier 2, I'll watch it just because that clown is so goddamn creepy. I think he has potential to be like a horror icon if they would have put him in like a better movie. You know, I think the... I mean, they're just... Like you said, there wasn't much plot, so we don't know much about him, so I can't like really care about him, but... Um, I that think movie he was, was missing. As fuck. I think the clown was cool, but like... Yeah. The movie was missing too many key elements and too many things were happening that would totally disqualify it from like being iconic and horror. Yeah. Like he'll never be Jason or Freddy or Michael or Leatherface. He'll never be that because like the film couldn't even decide what it wanted to be at the last second. All of a sudden it became paranormal. Like it was a bad movie. I mean, and how many times did that dude like get shot and stabbed and like he still walks around like it ain't well, there's, shit like too. one point where she like stabbed him in the back and he like was about to die and then she just walked away and I was like yeah why don't you kill him what are you doing like what what are you doing yeah and then he's back and he's perfectly fine but then it, it didn't matter in the end anyway because they fucking killed him and he just came back and killed the coroner so like spoiler he kills everyone yeah pretty much I don't know man I, I thought it was cool I, I did not hate it um, I thought it was a it's a strange choice for like movie of the year my whole thing is like it's no mandy i'll tell you that mandy is fucking look, uh, my whole thing is like if you masterpiece watch, compared to terrifier it might be 
Um, it probably can't be worse. Um, but I will say that Terrifier was at least able to keep my attention. Um, like if you watch Saw, that's kind of like torture porn too. Sure. Except for Saw you love has, that shit. I do. But Saw has like, first of all, it has kind of like this really crazy story with like all these twists yeah. and turns. Creativity. So even if you don't think they're good, like it's there. Yeah. And it has character builds and things like that. But the other thing Saw has is like Saw in the last couple of films, like six and seven, the story had lost itself, but I wasn't watching them for story anymore. At that point, it was like I just wanted to see the traps yeah. and all that. And like it had this it had this really show, cool hook that you just wanted to see what it was what it was gonna be. And Terrafire Fire didn't have any of that creativity. It was just it was the torture porn without the it was cool just, stuff. Yeah, it was just gore and, and fear. Yeah. It's all it was all the they were trying to do there, which if that's if that's all they were trying to do, I think they did a pretty decent job. I don't know, but yeah. now, obviously there's different subgenres um, of horror, and they're not for everybody. But um, I wasn't into it. And slashers are like my favorite kind of horror, mm. and that was a slasher, and well, that's disappointing. wasn't for me. Oh well. Well, maybe next time. Yeah. All right, well, no monster bash for me. All right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was such a like squealy little <laughs> sound. Uh, what else got on your list, man? Uh, I don't know. I have all that much. Let me take a look here. It's all right. <laughs> Our segments last week took so goddamn long. Uh, I feel like we don't even, I mean, if we keep do that shit up, we don't even need to have a whole lot of Our segments aren't always going to take that long. Though. <laughs> that was fun, uh, though. I enjoyed our Juggalo chat last week. Oh, and I, I was going to talk about that. Um, I, I like that you uh, shared the the boondocks post and asked your juggalo homeboys to comment on him. I seen there was a decent little discussion happening. Yeah. Uh, McNasty was talking about, uh, how he, he actually liked the harvest and shit yeah. like that. So, um, you know, McNasty I, trips me out, bro. Well, hold on. Wait, but, opinions. Yeah, I was, I, I mean, I, I obviously expressed my opinions last week and yours were wildly different from mine. Not that I loved the album. I told you I liked it for what it was. And at the time, especially, and I think McNasty kind of shares my sentiment. You yeah. know, he, I, everything he was saying, I was like, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, he said that, uh, it was a good first effort and yada, yada. Um, he also he, said like, um, he can't imagine listening to this for the first time now yeah like being from 2006 like sure. that time has definitely affected the way the album's perceived so that's yeah. very possible so but i was happy to see that other people were sharing my sentiment because uh, after you shit on i was like oh man is it really that bad my I music bad. i know my music taste is not for everybody and i know most people don't like the shit i listen to but i was like <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you'd find something redeeming about it and the fact that you did and i was a little disappointed yeah. but uh <laughs> You know, it is what it is. But they made me feel a little bit better. I was like, that's yeah, good. that's good. Um, like he's, McNasty, the, he's the weirdo. McNasty trips me out with his opinions because McNasty is like this really good rapper and he writes really, really good bars. Yeah. And not just with this, but like other times in the past, I think he's going to have like this strong opinion on something and it's never what I think it is. <laughs> he just like blows your mind every time. Well, he like he's <laughs> such a nice guy too. Like he's like the nicest, friendliest guy anybody could ever meet. Yeah. So like. Does he just like everything? <laughs> uh, you have to ask him. Like I guess. maybe, maybe he's just like super cool and nice about everything all the time. Yeah, maybe. Because sometimes I think like, oh, you've got to feel some way about this, and he's like, oh, he's a nice guy, or he <laughs> like he has just something positive all the time. Like, why are you just always so great? Does he like the Joker? I don't know. I'd like Talk to hear to about that. I like to hear his opinion on the Joker. Like McNasty, get mad once in a while, goddammit. <laughs> I want to hear him shit on the Joker. I want to hear him talk some shit. Um, yeah. 
All right. That's all I wanted to bring up about that. Yeah. Um, what did you have on your list, though? I have one more thing on my list. I played one more game. Oh, okay. What? I played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Cool. How was it? It's fine. Yeah. I am. <laughs> um, like, I've, I'm not a Super Smash Bros. guy. Like, I don't like fighting games, and I don't particularly like Super Smash Bros., so I wasn't really all that eager to play this, but... um. Everybody has been ranting and raving about how amazing this game is. So I was like, fuck it. I got to try it. So I got it and I played a little bit of it. And it was fine. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I don't know what the ranting and raving is about. Like if you like fighters and you like Super Smash Bros, you're going to like it. It's that. But it's just that. So I don't know what's all the ranting and raving about. It's exactly what you would expect it to be. Motherfuckers love Smash Bros. But that's cool, and I, I I totally understand that. But like, people are acting like this was like some monumental breakthrough, yeah. which I don't see where that's coming from. It's it's just Smash Bros. I think the biggest deal about it is that for f- it's great for fans of the Smash Bros. franchise. That's an Earthbound level. There's um, definitely a lot of fan service, be- just because of the amount of characters and shit like that. You yeah. know, I think that's the biggest. A selling point for Smash Bros. fans. It's absolutely a lot of fan service. The thing that I didn't like was uh, they have this like weird mechanic where you're like unlocking guys, except for sometimes you're unlocking like I guess they're like spirits, and those aren't actual guys you fight as. They're like you add them to your guys like a power up. Okay, which is really confusing to me because like sometimes I think I'm gonna unlock a character and it's not a character you even fight with. It's like a power-up guy that you mm. add to another character. So you unlock, like, the, you know, the turtle from Mario. So you see him, and I'm like, ooh, I want to unlock him. And I click on him, and I fight the battle, and I unlock him, except for you don't you don't use him. Oh, you, he's just like a little... Yeah, you, like, add him you. to Mario. Look up Joker's, like really di- Joker's diss track on Justice. You can find them on YouTube. Eh. I mean, I'm... I know that the Joker can rap, so, <laughs> like, maybe they're sweet. I don't know, but, like... Mm. We'll see. I know what I know of the Joker, and I know what I know of Justice, and I would punch Joker in the mouth for Justice. So there's that. Um, all right. What about um, Smash Bros? Were you going to wrap it up uh, with that? Uh, w- that was it. I, okay. just, I, I just don't really understand what the pandemonium's about. Yeah. It's a fine game. There's nothing wrong with is, it. Isn't um, Claire and Leon I in that? I didn't see that. I don't think so. I thought they were in one of the Smash Bros games. They might be. I don't <laughs> play Smash Bros like that, so I don't know. The quality on this video fucking sucks. Um, by the but. Way. Okay. All right. Like I said, it was fine. It was cool. But like, uh, and it's something I'm kind of happy to have it. Cause like if we're on tour, we're on the bus. Like this is something I can play with the buddies. Yeah. Or like this is something I can just pick up, play for 10 minutes or whatever. And it's cool. But okay. um, like I won't be spending hours just sinking into this. Like I don't care about it like that. I feel it. I, I you're thinking of Marvel versus Capcom. That's where Claire and Leon are. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I knew they were in some game. Like I thought it was this because this this has a lot of Capcom characters in it. Random characters, I should say. Can I share an unpopular Resident Evil opinion? Sure. Um, so Leon is far and away the most popular Resident Evil character, right? Okay. He's in Resident Evil Four. He's in Resident Evil Two, which are both hailed as like two of the best in the series. You like Claire uh, more? I do I like Claire more? <laughs> I like Leon. Yeah. I like Claire more. I've always liked Claire more. And I seem to be the only person on the face of the planet that feels that way. I've never met another person that prefers Claire over Leon. I don't know, bro. It's Chris's little sister. All right, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I have to say, I don't have shit to say about that, bro. Unpopular Resident Evil opinion. You have any unpopular opinions you want to share? Um, 
No, it's top of my head, man. I have lots of. I mean, I've shared probably a lot of them on here. Yeah, like I think Will Smith is a way better rapper than most rappers ever want to give him credit for. Yeah, you have an unpopular opinion. You don't like Boondocks. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> I mean, what's Boondocks selling? I think that's probably the popular opinion. <laughs> I guess so. He's not going gold anytime soon, bro. Um, you do it. Uh, let, let's wrap up first half before we. I need. I gotta take a piss, and we'll go to break. Cool. Um, but was there? Uh, did you do anything else this past week? That you wanted to mention before to get off your chest or anything? I'm trying to think of stuff I did. Um, Are you implying like there's something that I should be speaking of? Like nah, you know something and I don't like so you got something you want to tell me? Nope, there's nothing implied there. I just want to make sure I'm dotting every I and crossing every T before we head to break. I don't really have anything to add. I didn't play any games this week. I only watched Terrifier. I spent most of my week um, chilling at home, kicking it with the fam. Work. Yeah, I just that's all I do. I've been doing I had a snowball fight with my son. Oh, cool. I built a snowman with Kennedy. Did you see that out there outside? No, I didn't. I didn't even notice. Well, he's like, I tried to build a snowman, um, but the snow was too powdery. Building a snowman is fucking hard, by the way. It's if the snow is the right kind of snow, you can do it. It was was real powdery. It just breaks apart. It was like super like perfect snow. You could pack it and it was good. Yeah. So I just made little snowballs. I kept pecking my son in the face and shit. (laughs) I was whipping his ass in the snowball fight. Like, you can't catch me, little man. What's up? Bow. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah, All right. Fun. Um, well, we'll, we'll uh, take a quick break. We'll be back uh, with our throwback spotlight on TI versus TIP, which we didn't announce last week. That's our throwback yeah, spotlight I album. Yeah, I keep forgetting to mention it. Um, we'll be back with throwback spotlight on that. Raise the bars on our top five podcast. So stick around. We'll be right back. Okay, be down. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hold on. Ah, blah, blah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I have to do like an extra step now. It's killing me. What's um, up, guys? Yes, what's up? We were just uh, bullshitting and talking about um, how much we both agree to dislike the Joker. Yeah, sorry, Joker. I used to be a true I'm fan. I'm not sorry. Fuck you. I'll rap battle you and eat your soul, too. You want to battle everybody? Come battle somebody. I'll give you the business, bro. You want to diss something, Joker? Diss this fucking podcast. Uh, bro, I'll give you that work. We talk shit on you all the time on here anyway. You should be mad, bro. You should. Ha- you, you're the rap battle guy. Come get this, bro. Let's, let's giving him attention no our, our podcast probably has more attention than bro, he, he can come get this work bro i got bars for you joker say something he somebody did, tag that fool i had him on facebook tag him he did have fucking a fucking trash bro. He, he did have a pretty funny verse on gmo's last album that charlie and the phil factory he had pretty i know verse. that gmo likes him like i think he like mastered gmo's albums or yeah whatever. i like gmo fuck the joker you got something you, you want smoke come get it bro joker good rapper seems like a shitty human you're not better than me come get this smoke you're not not better than come him. get this smoke i'll give you to work bro we'll be a joker diss track yeah right <laughs> yeah buddy we'll both spaz on you get the podcast <laughs> pop it <laughs> let's uh, get busy all right i'm down with that but um all right hey oh what what do you want to talk about okay so um last week we talked about boondocks right yes and i talked about how much i hated boondocks and this week i was hip to another juggalo rapper that i wasn't hip to it was much like boondocks okay but he raps really well who Lex the Hexmaster. He is fucking dope. I know. Monks got me hip to him. Monks, Monks was mad that nobody else got him hip to him because everybody's always trying to get, we have all these Juggalo friends that are yeah. always trying to get us hip to Juggalo shit. And so Monks caught on to Lex the Hexmaster and he sent some songs to the like group chat or whatever and I watched uh, Lex Spasm, bro. He, yeah. he can rap. <clears throat> His album Contact, which was- a- Why is he not popular? And I don't know. I'm, I- 
I think they signed Gmo like within months of signing. Gmo him. raps better than Lex and I does. think Gmo kind of eclipsed him. You know, Lex seems he's kind of forgettable. I, I mean, no lie. <clears throat> no, but for what it's worth, I listened to Contact, which was the first album he released on Magic Ninja, and like every song's tight. I mean, he's a dope rapper, so uh, he like, deserves more credit than what he gets. Honestly, so what I'm getting is Magic Ninja is signing rappers that can actually rap. Yeah, because. Well, I don't they, think psychopathic they also, is. Psychopathic is signing Blase Rose. But Magic Ninja <laughs> signed Boondocks. I mean, they signed that all friendship, didn't they? Like, they knew him prior. I don't know. So that's the way that goes. No, I mean, you're right, though. Lex I got friends that can't rap, but if I could sign them, I'd sign them because they're my guys and <laughs> we got to do well together, right? Right. I feel it. I feel it. Um, but yeah, that's... that's um, I just want to put that out there. I think he raps well. He is Lex the Hexmaster. I watched some shit. He was he was spitting. I'm a fan. I like Lex. I, I actually uh, copped his mixtape. I haven't listened to it yet though. The latest one that you should. Um, I sent you that link to be on his mixtape. Did you ever do that? I don't even remember this. You literally responded and said, "Hey, dope, fine, thank you." I must have forgotten it. I don't like know. two weeks ago. He he posted on two Lex weeks ago. Yeah, Lex the Hexmaster. It was maybe three. Lex the Hexmaster posted like... I thought you were talking like a year ago or something. I don't remember anything about this, bro. Well, Lex the Hexmaster posted that he was looking for underground artists to be featured on his new mixtape. And like, it was open to anyone and everyone. And he was just going to pick the dopest shit. And I sent you a link to enter. Oh. And you responded with, dope, thanks, cool find. I probably just got distracted. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I would think that I would remember that now, though. You bring that up like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even remember that. Um... <laughs> Scott said psychopathic would probably sign me. <laughs> yeah, what you need is a good gimmick. If you yeah. get a good gimmick, they'll sign you. Um, you don't have to be able to rap. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that? What were we just saying? We're going to talk about Lex. Oh, I was going to say Lex has that. But what's funny is uh, we were talking in the Unknown Pod group chat we have on Twitter. Somebody sent me a link um, where Boondocks is doing something similar. Him and one of the other dudes he raps with, whatever the fuck is, Buckshot maybe? Um, there are like nine Buckshots, because I know a Buckshot, yeah. and he was sweet, and he was like low-key famous, but I've since found out there's like nine more, and they're all low-key famous. This guy is in the Underground Avengers group with Boondocks and Class. Um, I just saw with Class once. Did you? I said that once before on the podcast when you mentioned that. Right, you were yeah. like, oh, you're cool. All right. Quit sidetracking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I just keep forgetting what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, he is him and Buckshot are having like a contest to where you can any rapper can enter to be featured on, a tr on this track. But you have to pay thirty five dollars to enter. So what do you get paid if you win? I don't think you get anything. You get the Do I get privilege. my thirty five dollars back. I think you just get the privilege of having get to be getting to be on a track with Boondocks and Buckshot. How about Boondocks pays me thirty five dollars, <laughs> and I feature him on one of my albums? <laughs> That's all then it at would least take? he'll be on a good song. Yeah. <laughs> His verse might be whack, but at least he'll be on a good song. Yeah. I'm sorry, Boondocks, you're trash. I'm, I'm gonna hate on you forever. Well, Lex. You get a monster bash. Lex gets a monster bash. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah, he raps. You should see if that contest is still open and I'll enter. Check it. it out. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, check it what out. What were you going to talk about? You said you had something else to talk about. So. Oh, I just wanted to um, just um, shine a, the spotlight on ourselves once again. I like that. Always. Just because um, you know our throwback spotlight got got attention from Steve Knight from Flipside. That's he messaged us. Yeah, it's two of three. Yeah, he messaged us and just was like giving us props, like super just That's cool. Another out of the member blue. of Flipside. You know, 
And yeah, so he he did that. And at that point, I was like, are these really the guys? Yeah. <laughs> and so I went and looked up um, the Wikipedia page on them to see what the names of the guys in the band were. Yeah. And it was Steve Knight. Yep. Dave Lopez. Yeah. Those are the two guys that hit us up. And the Piper. Yeah. Come on, Piper, hit the us Piper, up, Piper, why aren't you on our <laughs> inbox, bro? Uh, they, they, he also hooked us up with a link or sent us a link to, they got a new song on um, It was good, too. Spotify. I liked it, bro. I, I haven't checked it out yet. I listened to it and I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Uh -huh, okay. I told him, like, I'm a newfound Flipside fan. Dude, Flipside's And not even cool. just because they're in the inbox, bro. Like, I already gave my opinion on it. I like They're legit musicians, like, you know? They are a great band. Well, I can't wait to see I'm what else they do. I, I need to check out that new song. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. So, yeah, we've now talked to two of the guys from Flipside. <laughs> Piper waiting, on up, Piper. <laughs> waiting on Piper. Uh, he, he's waiting for the feature, man. He's waiting for you to offer him the feature. Oh, Piper, we can we can do bars, bro. <laughs> I'll rap with you for sure. You just can't arrest me for any of the crazy <laughs> shit that I say. <laughs> uh, all right, that's what's up. Um, all right, man. Um, do you, which one you want to do first? Throwback, raise the bars, top five. You take your pick. Um, I, I, my favorite, I think, is Throwback Spotlight. So I, I would pick that first. All right, let's do it. Let's do Throwback Spotlight. Right. We need a um Throwback Spotlight uh, uh, little bumper <clears throat> rap. All right. Um, <laughs> trying to think of something halfway <laughs> clever. Damn. Um, I, know, I can rhyme, but like I want it to be something. Something Throwback Spotlight. Um. Go, we hit them with the throwback spotlight because that's where the light shines bright. All right, not great, but that's not great. We'll work on it's it. It's a start, work on it. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, man. Yeah. This week, we're talking about TI versus TIP. Yes, I picked this album. What big shocker! What year is this from? Let's look this up. Uh, I'm Let's not sure. I, um, that's a good question. 2007. Huh. All right, talk about it while I look it up. All right, it's TI versus TIP. This is, uh, I had a hard time because I wanted to pick a TI album and I didn't know which one I wanted to pick. Okay. Um, I chose this one. This is not my favorite TI album, but okay. it was for a long time. It was like, uh, I don't know, 10 year period. It was my favorite TI album. And since then, trap music has eclipsed it. I like trap music better. Okay. But um, TI versus TIP. I chose this for the throwback spotlight because I think this is the one that is going to be most relatable to you okay in that this album is a concept album it's not just rapper songs like mm -hmm. the whole concept of the album is ti versus tip tip being old ti ti being new ti the businessman like right here you got like businessman ti that's like who he is now right there the business side of ti once he's <laughs> successful and this is ti in the hood dope man doing all the dope man shit yeah and so it's like the hood version of T.I. and the business side of T.I. clashing. Yeah. And he's trying to find that balance and he's trying to be that guy that's both of them. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah. I got, I got that. He Before he released this album, he was quoted as in an interview saying, like, I'm not just trying to write an album this time. This time I'm trying to write an opera. Okay. Which I thought was really cool. I like that idea. Um, and so that's why I picked this album is because I, while I do think it's one of his best albums and he's got a bunch of really good ones, this one is the most conceptual, like... There's a song on this album called The Dope Man. And it's one of my favorite songs, but it's not just like a drug dealing song. Like he's he's talking about how you become successful at the dope uh, at being the dope man. He's like talking and to then, a younger is it yeah. a younger himself or just a young yeah. person? Yeah, it's like you weren't real on that trap music shit. You don't want to do this dope boy shit no more. And he's like, nah, let me let me tell you about dope boy shit. Okay. And he tells the story of like how he became successful at being a dope boy or whatever. And then he tells you what happens when you become that guy and how people start telling on you and the feds are coming for you. And he like, this is why you don't want to be the dope man, bro. Yeah. Like 
so it's not just like regular drug dealer shit. He's like, yeah, you're going to get a bunch of money and you're going to buy like the new J's on the day they come out and you're going to give your mom some money and everything's going to be cool until everybody's telling on you and you're about to be behind them bars. So maybe it's not that great. Okay. So like a lot of it, a lot of this album is like that. Um, there's interludes where he's like rapping against himself and there are, he's arguing with himself and everything. Act one, act two and act yeah. three. Um, different songs are supposed to be like catered to different sides of his personality. Like it's, it's just a really interesting album. Um, I really like this one a lot. Okay. Like I said, this was my favorite CI album for like 10 years. Yeah. Now it's trap music, but I love this one still. Okay. What do um, you got to say, bro? Well, I'll tell you my standouts and everything, but I'll say ahead. last week, I think, um, I r- ranted and raved and gave my full on review of the album before you even said a word. So I kind of like you to do the same. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I haven't listened to this album in, I don't know, not a super long time, but like a year or something. Yeah. Um, so I put this on and right when big things popping come, come, came on, mm-hmm. like I just rediscovered TI all over. Like <laughs> it was like, I forgot how good it was. Like I was in a car and it was loud and that song has to be loud for you to get the full experience. If you yeah. just like played it in the background, it'd be fine. But like I was getting consumed by it. I was like, Oh, I forgot how good this was. And it was just consuming me. And then it goes into, man, you ain't wrong. None of that bullshit. They telling me, King, you'll never be. I can see, man, that shit is hard, bro. And yeah. then you know what it is. And then it hits with the dope man. And then why? Watch what you say to me, which has got one of the hardest beats I've ever heard in my life. And then uh, hurt, hurt, murk, put them in the dirt. Like that shit is super hard. <laughs> the whole album, the whole album, front to back, I think is great. Um, I think the standouts are obviously big shit popping is awesome. Help is coming where he's talking about saving hip hop yeah. and the whackness. Um, I love Touchdown with Eminem. And uh, actually, the first time I got this album, I got it for Christmas. And um, I lived in Arizona. I got it after it was initially out. Okay. Um, Came out in 2007. So there you go. Um, I got it after that, a couple years after. I didn't discover T.I. until Paper Trail. And then after that, I went back and rediscovered his back catalog. Um, But um, I got this for Christmas, and I remember getting on the airplane to go back to Arizona because I was in Ohio for Christmas. I was going back to Arizona. I was listening to Touchdown on the airplane. When I touched down, like that shit was, that shit had me feeling some kind of way. And for years after that, every time I get on the airplane, I always made sure to listen to this album. Like it was just like a thing. Like I associated TI versus TIP with the airport. Like okay. I always put those together. Um, Tell them I said that is one of my favorite songs on the album. Respect this hustle is cool. My type is fucking flames. Like it's just a great album. I love this album. Super, super great album. Um, do you want me to grade it first? Sure. That way you get it all out of the way. I mean, I don't. Ha- I'll be honest. I don't have like a whole lot to say. I do have opinions though. But all right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Really, really. This is monster bash. Yes, I um. I will say that Ti probably has like five or six albums that I would give a nine out of ten to. Okay. Um. But yeah, I love this album. Okay. Go ahead. What you got? Break it down. Um, I know this is not your typical kind of music. No, it's not at all. Um, I will say this: there's a there's there's several things I do like about this album. Um, can I add one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> Ti has this way about him when he's rapping. Yeah, where Ti can be Eminem lyrical, mm-hmm. but he's so smooth, like his Atlanta style mm-hmm. to him you don't realize that he's doing it. Okay. He's like really super intricate and saying all this real crazy stuff and you don't even catch it because he's just so super smooth. Yeah. Um, 
and like on Touchdown, um, Eminem. There's two songs in Eminem's catalog that I think really show an admiration for another artist, like in a collaboration. And I think Touchdown's one of them. Okay. The other one I think is his collaboration with Redman. And the reason I say those two is because I can tell listening to both of those songs that T.I. and Eminem and Eminem and Redman, when they went to make those songs, like Eminem's not just rapping like Eminem and T.I.'s not just rapping like T.I. And Eminem's not rapping like Eminem and Redman's rapping like Redman. They kind of like come together and find this middle ground between them and they kind of mm. rap alike okay. in both songs. And I've never seen Eminem do that with anybody else where he kind of like matches his style. That's I've seen him rap on other people's shit, but he raps like him. Yeah. Like on these two songs, he you can tell there's an admiration. Like there. he's like ma- trying to match him. He's not like yeah. just fucking. An- well, you can tell like, like it's right. it's no longer like I'm just trying to outshine everybody. Yeah. It's like I want to make a great song with you and I we're going to we're going to find that vibe. That's pretty cool. And those two songs, I think he did a really good job on. So I think that's notable in that. In that. But go ahead. Um, I would. I mean, that's really cool. I like I. That's a neat thing that like I didn't know. That's I think is pretty cool. Like I obviously would never have picked that up. Um, I made a note that says "Touchdown with Eminem sucks." <laughs> oh, wow! Uh, Welcome I, to the Midwest. I didn't yes. like it. Detroit it was boring. Plays. Um, oh, I love it. I said, um, "Well, before I before I tell you what I don't like about it, because I, I I'll be honest, I didn't hate this album. I enjoyed parts of it. I." Find myself, you know, bobbing my head and digging a couple tracks at least. The number one standout by a long shot, the greatest song on this album. That not not a single other song even comes close. What do you think? What song you think I'm gonna say? For you? Yeah. I don't know. Big shit popping. I don't know. I like that song, but number one, without a doubt, to me, is hurt. That song is fucking you tight. The best one? That is that song is tight. Like I, I listen wouldn't to that, song. that for you. I think it's a great song, but I wouldn't have thought you would have thought that. That's like the only song on here that I could like legitimately see myself l- listening to again and really enjoying. Like honestly, like does so, that mean you'll listen to it again and really enjoy it? I will listen to that song again. I'm glad at least if nothing else, you got a song. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, I on your catalog. I genuinely like that song. That's a good song. I think it's a good song too. Um, I think T that Ti shines uh, pretty hard on that song. I think Busta Rhymes is perfectly fine. He does his thing, you know, what you would expect from Buster Rhymes. Um I, I I'm guessing the guy in the middle verse is Alpha Mega. I guess I don't I, know anything about I'll him. I'll be honest, so I when know. I first listened to it, I thought that was Busta. I was like, okay, maybe, but he's he's good too. I mean, no matter what, all the verses on that song are good. The beat is tight as fuck. The chorus is banging. I loved it. That song is tight as fuck. Hurt. Um the next tightest song I would say uh Tell them I said dad. Help is coming. Help is coming is good. Pretty tight. It reminded me when uh, I made a note about this song. Uh, he's talking about help is on the way. Remind me of the rapping bum downtown. Yeah, he's dead now. You know that? I did hear that. Rest in peace. For those that don't know, in Columbus, we have a guy we called the rapping bum. Yeah, he was like famous in the city. If you if you were in line for a concert <gasps> at the Newport. Newport. Uh, the Newport's a, one of a small like rock venue here. But if you were in for line my for my Arizona people, it's the equivalent of the marquee. There you go. Um, if you're in line, just waiting outside to get in a show, this guy's, he was going up and down the line. He would like, it wasn't really rapping. It was just like, I remember exactly what he rapped. Go ahead. Time. He was walking out. He, he had his little cup and he was rapping. Everybody trying to, he said, I'm broke as hell. Give me some money so I can go to Taco Bell. And there was a Taco Bell right on the corner. He pointed to it. And I was like, I know he said that a hundred times. And then he'd be like, help is on the way. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he would always have like little rhymes like that. He was so cool. He's like such a Every nice... Every time I saw him, I'd give him like, he'd take all my money. Yeah, man. he was the man. But if I, you're going to be a bum, yeah. at least be a cool bum that like everybody likes yeah. and like you're willing to wrap your money yep. and like, I don't know. It was just awesome. People, I remember people were making shirts of him and selling them downtown and shit, which I thought was kind of fucked up because you know they probably weren't giving him no money, but... They should have given it all to him. Um, yeah, that, that would have been something shit. cool to do. But that song reminded me of that guy. So that for that reason alone, that, I like that song. But um, that it also lyrically and like um, just... Not lyrically, because it's not really like a lyrical song. I mean, more or less the what they're saying, the content of that song. What do you think uh, of his? I liked a lot rapping ability. I think he's okay. I, I I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like he raps well. He's good. Um, he's, he's good. Top at, five for me ever, all time. He's good at what he does. But I did make a comment about like some of his rapping. It was. Uh, oh, I, I have a note that says T.I. can't sing for shit <laughs> after listening to My Swag, by the way. I love the 80s synth on My Swag. It's so cool, but the song's garbage. I like it's a it. shame. Um, here to Save Hip Hop, I put Arrogant But Dope. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite songs was Act 2, T.I. The skit. It's like a skit. With a phone. Yeah, I yeah. even put it like with phone rapping. I love that yeah. shit. This shit's awesome. <laughs> I love it when people do phone rapping. What did you think of the story arc and the operatic aspect? Of I it? thought that was cool. I often think with shit like this, it seems like the the maker of the what they're trying to do doesn't isn't really that well executed. And I think he did a better job than most. And I can't think of a specific example for, to be quite honest. But what I mean is, people often try hard to make a cool like story arc and a concept album and like in the end it's still just a bunch of random songs thrown together that you arranged in a way that makes um symbol symbolic sense to you you know what i mean that's kind of how i feel have you seen the video for big shit popping of course not um the reason i asked you is because i, I feel like he did all these things that like like just listening to the album is not the whole experience. Like, yeah. if you watch that video, it adds things. Like okay. the beginning of the video, it's got him doing push-ups, and then it's got him doing push-ups across from him, and it's just two personalities, and they're talking shit to each other, trying to see who can outdo each other and shit. Like, there's just like little things that like all kind of add to the experience. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I I feel like he, did, like I said, he. I'm giving him props. He, I feel like sometimes when people do shit, try to do concept albums, they don't really succeed. Yeah. I feel like this was, was more of a success. It was still. I mean, I don't know what for you. I don't know what I expected, but I feel like some of the songs were still just like throw-ins. You know, I guess you'll have that. I mean, I've done it, but um, <laughs> um, I do. Oh, show it to me. The song with Nelly. Um, yeah, it's my least favorite song on the album. Nelly was okay. I put stupid trumpets on it. Um, <laughs> Ti does what I call whiny slur rap. Well, he's from Atlanta, so that's where like the slur thing. He's like, you don't even know, you know what it is, you don't even know, it's like whiny, like nasally slurring. I will say one thing that I've noticed listening to a lot of Ti, big shit pop, is like Ti will make things rhyme, yeah, perfectly that other people can't make rhyme perfectly, okay, because of his Atlanta accent. Oh, okay, like. And Eminem kind of does it sometimes. Like Eminem does a lot of voices. Yeah. And when he does voices, he does voices to make words fit that wouldn't work. Okay. But they work with that voice. And so that's why I hear him do like a lot of accents. Like Relapse does it a lot. Like where okay. he makes things work that wouldn't work without the voice. Um, and T.I., like I've just always noticed like a lot of his stuff only works because he's from Atlanta and he's got that accent. Like I couldn't pull off some of the stuff that he can pull off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just weird. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I think it's like anything. A, I think it's just another dope layer to like YTS tight. Yeah. Um. Okay. I 
I'm not a, a TI fan. I'm not a fan of, Oh, I, I really, I know it's, it's cliche and I sound like a typical like white dad, but God, like the, the amount of N bombs in this fucking album is like obnoxious. Honestly, it's, it's like, I, I get it. To a lot of music with a lot of N bombs. I mean, I get it, but God damn it, man. It's like, it's, it gets to a point where it really is just a little too much. And I felt like that with this album, just my opinion, but fair enough. <laughs> Suburban white dad in me. God. I could deal with end bombs, man, but for Christ's sake, like <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's some songs where he's got to say it at least a hundred times. It probably does. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I mean, if you said any word in your in one song a hundred times, like if I said the word raspberry like a hundred times in one song, wouldn't that be <laughs> fucking crazy? Why would you say raspberry? I don't know. Times, if I called my friends raspberries, I don't know. I just made that up, but. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I said the word, if I try to be cool and say the word like ninja, it's every not time cool, I was, bro. I promise you, it's not cool. <laughs> I know it's not cool. It's not a cool thing to say. It's not. It's not cool at all. The saying. If my, you say ninja, a whole bunch of people are laughing at you. I know. I'm saying. My point is, saying any word a hundred times in a song would be obnoxious, and that one especially is like Jesus. If you say ninja, it makes it sound like you really want to say nigga, but you're just not cool enough, yeah. and you have to be a dork. I would never do that. I'm just saying this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think every time I like you really really want to. Yeah. Not brave enough. I think any white person who like says anything in its place is a fucking corny fuck boy, but Yeah, just leave it alone, bro. Like you're you're a corny little fuck boy if you say anything besides real N bombs when you're trying to I agree. And I also agree that some people just don't say N bombs. Yeah. I, I don't work them into my vocabulary regularly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, nevertheless, that kind of annoyed me. There's songs I do like. The Dope Man, I hated. Watch what you say to me, I hated. Like the, I thought you might like The Dope Man because of no. the way it was done. I, the Dope Man, I don't mind the like. The story is fine, but I, I hate the song. I don't want like. I'm it, a dope man, nigga. The dope man. Yeah, the chorus the dope, is, the is dope, bad. Dope, the dope man. That shit is so hard. That's like my. That might be my favorite song. Now. Watch what you say to me is way worse. I hated that song. Watch That's one of my least favorite songs on there. Me. Um, Big shit popping is tight. I like that song. Um, there's like three songs that I genuinely think are, are like are good. I would listen to again, but Hurt is actually a good, legitimately good song. I would give Hurt a eight and a half. Like as far as how much I liked it. That's awesome. The rest of the album, I did not really like or care for that much. I would give the album as a whole, I'll say personally, like a six. And that's not to shit on TI. It's just really not my shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, what were the other two that you said you liked? Um, I like Big Things Popping and Help Us Coming. Those are the three standouts to me. For sure. You don't like Tell Him I Said That? Nah. That's such a good one, bro. Oh, you know what? I think I might like Act 2 TI more than... Like that might be my second favorite song on there. That's fair. <laughs> it's like he, it's it's just so cool. It reminds me of like a. Um, I mean, Act One, Two, and Three all are like one song. Like they all kind of. Well, he together. doesn't rap on the other ones. Like he like talks shit and like there's music and stuff. But that one like is rap the entire time. You know, while he tells the mm -hmm, story, yeah. which I I really like. It reminded me of uh the uh, what's the ICP song uh, run, uh fuck. Jump out of bed and ahead for the grape nuts from Great Malenko. Like, where it's just like a really short track, but it's just one story front to back. <laughs> Anyways, just like that. Can't. Uh. Anyways, that's why I give it. I mean, not bad. Cool. Um, personally, I like, you know, I would rather listen to The Harvest than this. You know? <laughs> so, but to each his own. But bro. that said, I think I gave Harvest a six and a half. So it's not like, yeah. you know, th that's not to shit on this. You know, I'm just saying. Do you think that Boondocks is rapping better than TI? Fuck no. Okay. Like, I, I just want to clarify. I just want to clarify. I just like, you know, I, 
I judge things on, I enjoy rappers who I can tell can rap and T.I. can. I enjoy hooks that are catchy or cool. I enjoy beats that are fun to listen to. And I enjoy songs as a whole. Like I, when I listen to this song, does it spark joy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like uh, on How to Be Tidy for, on Netflix starring the Japanese lady. She says you have to spark, find things that spark joy. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> well, real quick aside, Tara told me she's like, "There's a new show on Netflix where this lady takes like goes into people's house who don't know how to organize, and she like shows them how to like be tidy." She's a Japanese lady. She's her name's like Marie Kanto, and uh, she barely speaks English. She literally brings a translator, but then she tells these people like, "Okay, here's how to do your clothes," like, and shows them like how to be tidy, and like has all these little like Japanese rituals. This just sounds like my grandmother. It's very interesting. You you would honestly, I this think sounds you sounds like my grandmother. Like I always know better than you. This is what you're gonna do. Look, I think, pay attention. I think you would appreciate it, like because your your Japanese heritage, like you'd honestly like watch it, and I'm sure you'd find like stuff you'd like. Because I'm sure I would. We watched two episodes of it last night, and she said, you know, she's saying, dump all your clothes on the bed, grab each piece of clothing, and ask yourself, does it spark joy? If it sparks joy, keep it. If she's like, if you don't know what sparks joy is, you'll find out. You know, you just keep going and you'll find out what sparks joy. But said, if not, thank the piece of clothing and put it in a pile. You know, <laughs> but she said, you have to, it's important to thank it. And she was like thanking the house and a lot of little Japanese rituals that I thought were interesting. But nevertheless, What's the name of it? Um, it's called Tidying Up with Marie Kanto. I think. I'm going to show my mom. I want to see what my mom thinks of this. You, you got, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to watch, you know, yeah. nevertheless. Um, Spark joy, man. Does it spark joy? You know, that's it's a nice like uh it's a nice way to look at things. Like, does that spark joy? No, you know, then I'm not gonna waste my time listening to albums or songs that don't spark joy. Some songs spark joy. That's fair. You know? No, that's absolutely <laughs> fair. Like there's all kinds of music that I can acknowledge as good music that is not for me and I don't like. Yeah. Hurt spark spark joy. Like the me, one the way. one example I think I gave it when we were talking about flip side actually, but um one example I've always got is uh uh, Jimi Hendrix. I can listen to Jimi Hendrix and know that that's amazing. Yeah, sure. That is great. Yeah. I have nothing but like, I'm awed by Jimi Hendrix, but I don't like the way it sounds and I don't want to listen to it ever. Sure. I hear <laughs> I get it. But like, I acknowledge that's awesome. I feel the same about like the Beatles, you know, yeah. honestly, I can find what pe- I see what people like about them, but it's not my shit. You know, who's your favorite Beatle? I don't have a favorite Beatle. I don't oh, like fuck out of here, bro. Everybody has a favorite Beatle. My favorite Beatle is the one drummer guy that was in the Beatles Ringo and got Star. kicked out. No, he got kicked out oh. and Ringo took his place. <laughs> so he never got any of the fame. I'm a Lennon guy. Okay. I know if you know my personality, that's a big shocker that I would be a Lennon guy, but I'm a Lennon guy. Imagine baby. All right. Um, so TI versus TIP. It's a fun album. If you like, if you're into this type of shit, like gangster rap. Oh, is he like a for real gangster? Or is he just like fictional? No, he's like a for real gangster. Okay. Have you ever seen like his philanthropy? I don't know anything about T.I. Okay, honestly. so T.I. came up as like a dope dealer. That's okay. like, and then he got out of it, okay. got music and got successful or whatever. But like, since he's been famous, T.I. has like done more for his community than like anybody ever. Oh, like this sweet. dude, like he has videos of him going into Walmart at Christmas in Bankhead, like in Atlanta, where he's from yeah. like a really underprivileged area. Mm-hmm. He walks in there. He's like, everybody get what you want. I'm buying everybody's Christmas shit right now. He has everybody in the store like running around, like grabbing Xboxes and all kinds. And he just goes up and down the line, pays them all, spends like, I don't know, $500,000 in Walmart buying everybody's stuff. Damn. Like all kinds of crazy stuff. He's like always trying to like reform neighborhoods and like he is super like crazy philanthropy. That's cool. And 
that's like the other thing I always like say is if you watch TI interviews, first of all, you're going to find out real quick that he's exceptionally smart. Okay. He's very articulate. When people do impressions of him, it's they do a TI voice and use a whole bunch of excessively big words and shit because he's always, he says all this crazy shit. That's cool. But um, the other thing he does is like, he's always, like I, when I look at people like Migos or whoever, like there's this picture of Migos and they got like famous and all these hits on the radio and they like go back to their high school and they're given a check for like a thousand dollars to their high school. Like it's a big giant check, thousand yeah. dollars. Like, like just a thousand. You guys have bucks? all this money, and this is your like photo op. And you like, yeah, that's pretty. And then like, sad. Ti is the kind of person like if you're gonna be putting all your money in, we're talking about supporting artists. Like we don't like the Joker, so we don't want to support the Joker. Like right. you want to support, even if you don't like Ti, and it, it can be somebody else like Ti, but like you want to support people that are supporting the world like our yeah, community that. that that are doing positive things with the power that you're giving them as celebrities like i feel that he is an amazing role model to to come from being a drug dealer to trying to like change his whole community and make it so that people don't have to be that's pretty cool yeah he's like he's just an awesome person that's awesome i didn't know that i, I really really admire him i literally don't know shit about ti so that's pretty cool to know and he also got arrested for having like a bunch of drugs mm. with his wife in the car and i'm pretty sure there was wife's drugs and he just took the fall for it and i think that's <laughs> g shit <laughs> i think up. that's badass i just like that well hopefully once you cut this out ti will reach out to us <clears throat> and he'll say thanks bro for being a fan Hopefully he'll tell me that I'm signed to Grand Hustle and we're going to get this money. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, moving on. That was fun. Oh, um, you want to talk about the album I'd like to do? Yeah. What album are we going to do? I legit have like five albums picked out that I'd like to do. I have a whole bunch picked out that I'd like to do. That's why I was like, eh, we'll just do this one. I just pick one off my list. Um, this one, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't think you're going to like this. Um, I, I hope that you'll like it more than Boondocks, but me too. Um, I'm going to pick an album that I love. I fucking love this album. Let's do it. It's called Apologize for Nothing from the band Boba Flex. It's a Boba rock Flex, band. I'm familiar with who Boba Flex is. I don't really know their music, but Boba Flex is awesome. I'm aware of Boba Flex. They're a rock band from uh, West Virginia, and they play here a lot. They I think um, at least a member or two lives here. I've seen one of them at the gas station legitimately um, a couple times. Um, but uh, one of my favorite bands, I've seen them a lot. I'm a huge, huge fan. They've had like five or six albums. Apologize for Nothing was their first like big album. They had an EP that was out before that that wasn't that popular. But this album like, had a song on the radio here and um, kind of plunged them into the what kind of band are spotlight they? here in Columbus. I would, I mean, I... I I feel bad even like saying it. I would guess you would compare him to like maybe like a Limp Biscuit or System of a Down kind of type of band. Totally drastically different bands, bro. Um, well, <laughs> I only say that because there are songs where they kind of, you could say what they were doing was rapping, but then they have songs where they sing. They legit, the band uh, has two singers, uh, Marty and Sean McCoy. They're brothers. Um, they go back and forth between playing guitar and singing. Sometimes they sing together on songs. They have wildly different voices. Sean like yells and growls, and Marty usually does the singing. Um, but I like them because they're they're like a hard rock metal band that uh, you can actually understand everything they're fucking saying. They have cool songs. They have like concepts. They have a song about being a fucking werewolf and shit. You know they have 
crazy shit. Um, Anyways, Apologize for Nothing is the first album I got from them and made me fall in love with them. And I hope, I I would love nothing more than for you to listen to it be like, that shit was pretty tight, bro. So I'll um, let you know. We'll We'll see. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Boba Flex. Uh, Find out. All right. That's for next week's Throwback Spotlight. All right. Um, All right. Let's go to, let's do Raise the Bars. Raise the Bars. All right. Let's push it here. Hey, yo. These words cut deep like scars. You're now tuned in to the motherfucking Raise the Bars. Hell yeah. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. All right, man. You got some good ones this week? We'll see. All right. Let's start with yours. All right. Let's start with them. Oh, Scott said, it's time for y'all to get your mind right. We're going to take it back with a throwback spotlight. That was from Scott. There you go. There you go. I was trying to think on the lines of like spotlight and then like the spotlight causes light. So it's bright. So I was trying to work those together. I don't know. I was trying to be too deep with it. For mm. real. I'm sure if you sat down and wrote something. For if it. I wrote something, I could write something tight. But I was just coming up with something on site. I think you could write something to um, that random yes. song I've been using. talking about. But yes. That random song I've been using for our theme song. Yes, I could. <laughs> Send it to me. All right. Sure. Send it to me. I'll All do right. a Iconic Clash theme. Just like a quick little Send 20 second me. something. Send it to me. All right. You got it, bro. You got to write it, but you got to let me feature on it, though. Send it to me. <laughs> All right, man. You ready? I'm uh, ready. All right. We'll do uh, yours first. Why not? Okay. Here we go. Oh, let me uh, full screen this bitch. Ragamuffin, give you love and affection. Mr. Lover will be your protection. Stick it to, to your heart's contention. Anything for my Julie. Me go so, hmm, and make a connection. She hear me voice and get a nipple erection. We be banging to a shaggy selection. (laughs) (laughs) I love, she hear me voice and get a nipple erection. We be be banging to a shaggy selection. Is this fucking shaggy? I mean... (laughs) In that case, let me grab it. Ragamuffin, give you nothing but love and affection. Mr. Lover will be your protection. <laughs> I, I certainly hope that Shaggy's not banging to his own music. That's weird. <laughs> uh, you never banged to your own music? Come on, I know you have. I probably have, but I never did so consciously or intentionally. Of course you have. Come on. Dude, I, I, I banged to Jailbait. You know that? Did you? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Well, that's tight, bro. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Girl, I know you're only 16. <laughs> All right, All go right. ahead. Rag- Let me wrap it one more time. Hold on. Rag him up and give you love and affection. Mr. Lover will be your protection. Stick it to, to your heart's contention. Anything for my Julie. Me go so, hmm, and make a connection. She hear me voice and get a nipple erection. We bang into a shaggy selection. I like it, man. I'm giving this a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. This is the Ali G. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is right. rapper persona. <laughs> All right. I love Ali G. Song, I think the song is called Me Julie. Oh, okay. Ah, that makes sense. Anything from my Julie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Ali G. Fuck yeah. I love Ali G too. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. That guy is so fucking funny. Hell yeah. Oh, that's a good one, man. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's legit. That's some good writing if you ask me. Oh, wow, man. All right. What would you give that? I'd probably give it a seven just because it's so like, <laughs> it's not it's bad. So interesting. Yeah. Like it's not bad. And on top of that, it's like, while nothing's super crazy, like it's very interesting the whole time. Yeah. It ain't no boring bullshit. Yeah. All right. Here you I go. mean, he's obviously an interesting guy. <clears throat> 
the flow, call it Jon Snow, king of the north. I bust Tai Chi moves when I'm bringing it forth. Swinging my sword, think twice, blood will be drawn. Only a few anim- animals survive the flood of the storm. Flow, call it Jon Snow, king of the north. That's Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. Bust Tai Chi moves when I'm bringing it forth. Swinging my sword, think twice, blood will be drawn. Only a few anima- animals survive the flood of the storm. It's cool. I'll give it a six. Okay. It's not like, it's not trash. It's fine. <clears throat> this is from a, a song called Czar Wars from the band Sarface, C-Z-A-R face. I seen Scott was listening to it, but um, it has Inspector Deck in it. Ooh, he he's the, he drop he drops these bars. I think Inspector Deck is sweet. Bro. So it seems like Sarface is a some kind of rap supergroup that I never heard of, but they have an album on Spotify. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. So check it out. I don't know. So that seems maybe dope. maybe I haven't heard of it, and I'm just connecting. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that's cool though. Okay. Next one. <clears throat> Everybody go through stuff. Everybody go through stuff. Life is a gift, love. Open it up. You're a child of destiny. You're a child of my destiny. You're my child with the child from Destiny's Child. That's hell of a recipe. Glory, glory, glory. Sorry. <laughs> All right. This is some wacky shit you're pulling out this week, bro. Usually I don't want to do so, but I'm liking it. I'm liking the style. This one, I mean, it seems like they're being silly, but I, it's actually not bad. Like, I like the, um, you're a child of my destiny. You're a child... You're a child of my destiny. You're my child with the child from Destiny's Child. That's hell of a recipe. <laughs> that line's pretty dope. Wow. <laughs> uh, I would give this... You know who this is? No, don't tell me yet. You can't tell? No, I can't. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'll give this a... It's not not great, but I do like that third line. Um, I'll give this a six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah. I chose this because last week I quoted a Jay-Z line that I thought was a 10. Oh, okay. And I I think this, you're a child of destiny. You're a child of my destiny. You're my child with the child from Destiny's Child. <laughs> I thought that was like the wackest oh, shit, shit I've ever heard in my life, bro. I thought it was so bad. Uh, <laughs> I'd have given this shit like a two. Like, Jay-Z, get the fuck up out of here with this bullshit. You're trying cool. to brag and I'm bagging Beyonce or some shit. Like, this shit is garbage. I didn't even and then put- you said it's wacky and it's silly and it's like it's super deep, like him talking about his baby. <laughs> That's oh my funny. God, I didn't so realize they were, it was so on the nose. You're the child with my child from Destiny's Child. I didn't realize that was like <laughs> legitimate, literal. Uh, I think it's the wackest shit That's ever, pretty bro. funny. Huh? I think it's okay. so bad. All right, Jay-Z. Yeah, see, that's a great example of not a very good Jay-Z verse. But see, I thought the last one was a 10. I think that's like a 2. I chose it specifically for that reason, the contrast. All right, go ahead, bro. You win or you die. The White Walkers and Crim Reapers. Either you end it or not. Not get caught with the death of treason. So fuck the Lannisters and everyone that ride with them. Jon Snow and the Night Watch, Night's Watch finna slide some iron in them. So obviously we're going Game of Thrones stuff. That's fuck clear. Yeah. Fuck right. yes. You win or you die. The White Walkers and Grim Reapers. Either you end it or not. Not get caught with death or treason. So fuck the Lannisters and everyone that ride with them. Jon Snow and the Night's Watch finna slide some iron in them. This shit is pretty tight, bro. I like this a lot more than the last one. I'm going to give it an 8.5. That shit was slick, bro. Those li- that slide some bro, iron in them. The whole shit was slick. I like every bar in that. Like, they're <laughs> all good. The, it hits right. I like it. I think you'll be happy. This is from Big Boy. Um, 
from Outcast, a song called Mother of Dragons. He's obviously I, a big Game of Thrones fan. I can't even imagine Big Boy rapping that. Yeah. That doesn't even sound like Big Boy. <laughs> Nothing about that seems Big Boyish. Yeah. I like Big Boy. You know, I I never liked Big Boy. I always liked Outcast. I never liked yeah. Big Boy until I saw him live. Hmm. And it like changed my whole view of him. And ever since then I've liked him a lot. Oh, cool. All it was right. great live, but yeah, I would have never thought that. It looked like that was from a mixtape called Mother of Dragons. I think the whole mixtape is Game of Thrones raps, which if that's the case, I need to download that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. oh, here we go, man. Trayvon Martin, I'm never missing my target. Bitch niggas hating. Tell me it's what I'm parking. Wingstop owner, lemon pepper aroma. Young black nigga, barely got a diploma. That's cool. I like how it flows. I think it's some decent rapping, but um, Trayvon Martin, I'm never missing my target. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of rude, right? Yeah, that's out fucking righteous. <laughs> like, why? That's fucking disgusting, bro. Why even say that? <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me, tell me it's what I'm parking. Wings, I like that. Wingstop on a lemon pepper aroma. <laughs> like that's so fucking crazy. <laughs> that's cool. I like, I love the Wingstop. Like, that's such a random drop. You know what I mean? Like, so wacky. Um, I like this more. I, this is my favorite so far. I, I, this is like the rappiest rapping one I, I've heard. Um, I'll give this one a, I'll give this one a seven. Not bad. Uh, this is Rick Ross. I thought this was hot garbage, bro. <laughs> uh, first of all, the Trayvon Martin. I'm never missing my target. What the fuck were you thinking, bro? Yeah. Oh my god. And then Wingstop owner lemon pepper aroma. I like that. Oh, man. it's hot it's cool. garbage, bro. I would have given this like a four. I like that. Oh I like god. a Wingstop owner. I mean, he's he's having fun with it. You know what I mean? He's got verses I like. I'm not a big Rick Ross fan, but he's got verses I like. This was. What the fuck is this? All right. Here you go. All right. <clears throat> is that Daenerys? Daenerys. I am Daenerys Stor Stormborn. First of my name. You can call me Khaleesi, the breaker of chains. You're insane bringing battle. Why you digging your own grave? I'll snap you like the collar from a free city slave. I'm snapping the collar on a free city slave. Yeah. I think this is, I mean, I'm not super into Game of Thrones. So maybe this is going over my head, but um, I think the best is you can call me Khaleesi, the breaker of change, just because I like that they worked in Khaleesi. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think any of this is really good. Five. Okay. I, I mean, it's like, it's probably on beat and everything. But yeah, like, I think that's fair. I don't think there's anything interesting about this other than it just happens to be about Game of Thrones. This seems like a, one of those epic rap battles or whatever. It was Maleficent versus Daenerys. Uh, oh. The girl is Whitney Avalon. I don't know if that's the writer or the rapper. I apologize, but I just like the... Whitney need to get me writing for it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that's a bad grade. Me some checks. <laughs> um, I'll get you some better shit. All right. Right. That's me. That's right. I've got a Bentley for sure. A hundred million in the bank plus some. Okay, let me try it again. <laughs> That's me. That's right. I've got a Bentley for sure. A hundred million in the bank plus I'm getting some more. I'm the type of dude moving more product than stores. I'm a cook it in the kitchen for the price of the room. <laughs> <laughs> What? How in the fuck does how do, how do you get price of the room to even rhyme with product and stores? I'm sure they rhyme it on the next bar, but that seems so fucking out of place, especially for this choice of four bars. It was a, a odd maneuver there on your part too, but 
I mean, this is not impressive. I don't. Nothing they're saying is cool or interesting. Um, it like at least flows like like I could say that if I'm looking for something positive to say about it. But I'll give this a three because it's not fun to listen or to say. All right, so I haven't listened to the song. Um, I pulled this these bars up. Um, I'm guessing from who it is that the room they probably make work because they have an accent. But it's this chingy. Oh, and this shit is hot garbage, bro. I think your <laughs> your your grade is pretty fair. Okay, good. I thought this was hot garbage too. What are you What are you basing it on? Are you going for some kind of weird hot garbage theme? What are you doing this week? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. I was trying to look for whack bars today. Uh, this okay. weekend, I got you. I tried to find whack ass quotes. That's what I tried to do. All right, man, go for and it. And I tried to pull them from different places and like different kinds of artists. You've been doing good. I do think. I chose the Ali G one because I thought it was better than the rest of them. Too. Yeah, that one's legitimately the best one so far. All right, Mad Potter like Harry, they keep on trying me, but I know what what's Watson Hermione. <laughs> Mad Potter like Harry, they keep on trying me, but I know what's Watson. I'm guessing Hermione. it's. I'm gonna guess it's pronounced Watson, like they're trying to be clever. Her name's Hermione Watson, isn't it? I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a super Harry I, Potter fan, but uh, I think. I'm guessing that I, I honestly don't know. I know what's what, son. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what they're saying. Hermione. Hotter. Hodor. Hodor. MC, stop riding me. Irony. I respect you like the state respects your privacy. Give it another shot, man. Give it its due diligence. Mad Potter like Harry, they keep on trying me, but I know what's what, son. Hermione. Hodor. MC, stop riding me. Irony. I respect you like the state respects your privacy. Um, so I, d- uh, maybe I'm missing it. Is there not a Game of Thrones? I obviously see Harry Potter in here. I don't see Game, H- Game of Thrones. Hodor is the Game is of Thrones. Is that Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I like the Hodor MC. Stop riding me. Irony. I respect you like your state respects your privacy. That's probably the best line. Although I don't think it goes with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, six. Okay. It's fine. By the way, the Hodor it's line fine. is also funny because like in game of thrones brand which is one of the sons he rides hodor like he literally he, he has broken legs so he rides hodor like a like on his back you know okay. so that's why he's saying that i'm guessing but yeah that's i'm not defending it at all the song's called the working dead by an artist named qeld never heard of him okay nope <laughs> don't know anything about that all righty all right it's fine so yeah i don't care that's fine <clears throat> all right is that the last one nope okay some rhyme with a name some rhyme nameless don't try and treat me like i ain't famous my apologies are you into astrology because um i'm trying to make it to uranus <laughs> that's at least funny i mean i get it my apologies are Is you it? into astrology because i'm because um i'm I'm trying to make it to Uranus. Some rhyme with a name, some rhyme nameless. Don't try and trick me like I ain't famous. My apologies, are you into astrology? I'm trying to make it sound cool, man. My apologies, are you into astrology? Because um, I'm trying to make it to Uranus. Is that good? That's not at all how it is. All right. I'll give this a five. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll give it a four because I don't really like it. They're not saying anything. You just like it says Uranus. That's I do like that it from. says Uranus. That is funny. So <laughs> see, like my issue with this is you said that's funny, and I'm like, Anna, is it? Like, yeah, I think I don't. Is. I mean, like, no, that's like a joke. Everybody's heard me. Like, there's nothing clever about this. Like, it's not really well done. This shit is just whack to me. This is Kanye West. <laughs> All right, this shit is hot garbage, bro. Okay. 
I don't like it at all. <laughs> I'm not. Sh- I'm not shocked. <laughs> From I try to pick artists that I like to shit on too. You know what I'm saying? Like I tried to. No, I got you. Bit. I appreciate that. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's not unless it has a black bar on the side. You watched ahead in the fourth season of Game of Thrones? Hell nah. I hold it against you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I want to forgive you, but it's inside. I'm resentful, which Elaine claims that we'd had that we had different schedules. We didn't. I've seen your Netflix cues. You busted. Can I even trust you? Do you even know what love is? Should I try this without the little Yeah, try it without ad-libs. the ad libs. <laughs> You watched ahead in the fourth season of Game of Thrones, and I hold it against you. I want to forgive you, but inside I'm resentful with their lame claims that we had different schedules. I've seen your Netflix cues. You're busted. Can I even trust you? Do you even know what love is? I couldn't figure out how many bars that was. Bro, I don't know, but this shit is awesome. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I love that they're rapping about watching ahead on the show while the other person was watching with them. Like, and I'm feeling resentful. I'm trying to forgive you. You're saying we had different schedules, but I I know, like, this whole thing is super relatable and okay. awesome, and I love it. <laughs> and because it's so creative and different and awesome, I'm going to give this an eight. Cool. Really like it. I don't think you'll be disappointed. This is um, a song called Spoons. Seems like a cute love song by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. I think both of them are great. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> but this seems like something that they would do. Yeah. And this is why they're great. Yeah. It's, it's because they do cool shit like this all the time. On Genius, it said this song was like a Valentine's Day release, like from a couple years ago. <laughs> I think that's so cool. And that totally embodies them. Like why yeah. they're cool is because they do interesting shit and make cool shit. That is cool. I and like that, that is cool to me. I like right away. I can tell you I like that because of the way it was written and everything. And that's what they are. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's it that for Raise the Bars. Quote. I like that one a lot. I'm glad that you chose that. Well, check out Spoons. Macklemore. Macklemore's a bomb. I, people, <laughs> that's like a fun one for Raise the Bars, too. People shit on Macklemore, but... I don't, I don't know, know why. why everybody wants to shit on... What's not to like? I don't know. What did he do to anybody he's other than super, rap good? He's as independent as it gets, you know? He like, raps well. He makes good music. He's yeah. talented. He's, he's like writer. great. Like... He's charismatic. Yo, you can say whatever you want. I'm going to pop some tag. That was the jam. And I don't yeah. care what nobody says. I love that shit. Yeah, me too. And then he followed it up with the one where he, with the Seattle Space Needle. What was that? Um, I don't know. I liked whatever that was, too. I think he's awesome. I, do I love Macklemore. I don't know why anybody would dislike him. I agree, man. Macklemore's cool. All right, man. Um, let's go wrap it up with our top five. Sound good? Sounds good to me. I like right. this. I like both of your suggestions for lists this week. So we're going to use, yeah, he had two good suggestions. So we're going to use one next week, but this week we're doing our top five podcasts. Yes. And I think these are both really cool lists. So I'm really excited for both of them. All right. So, um, this week, top five podcasts. Let me pull mine up. Okay. Um, do you listen to, do you listen to a lot of podcasts or do I you do. watch more on YouTube? I, I, I watch almost all my podcasts on YouTube, but they're mm-hmm. all podcast. Like they're like ours where you okay. can get the podcast or watch it on YouTube. I just watch on YouTube. Okay. I used to listen to a whole lot more podcasts when I was doing cable because I just spent a lot more time in the truck and by myself. Um, you know, I never listen to podcasts until we start doing really now. I, I have like a bunch of my love. It's awesome. I love it. Isn't it? I love it. Me too. And like, I'm so happy we got into it before. Like now I don't feel like I'm just trying to do what I saw somebody else do. Like, sure. I feel like we did it and then I fell in love with it. That's really cool. Yeah. I That's love awesome. It. I love it. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for a while. Um, for that reason, I'll go ahead and start off um, yeah. with saying that the first podcast I ever listened to, and this is my honorable mention, um, is Mark Marin. What the fuck? It's a podcast by the comedian Mark Marin. Okay. Do you know who that is? 
what the fuck with Mark Maron? <laughs> nope. Uh, let me show you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. um, he's a he's a comedian. He's kind of like grumpy, like a, a grumpy old man kind of guy. But he, I list, started listening to him because he Howie Mandel. He, yeah, he he has like all kinds of famous people on his shit now. But I listened to like literally like never listened to a podcast in my life. I downloaded a torrent with two hundred episodes of Mark Maron and binged them for like six months. Like that's all I listened to. Horrible. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I I that's how I came to even find out what a podcast was was just stumbling upon him. I think I saw him on Conan. He's on there all the time and shit. But um, he's had Obama on. He had a big one during the presidency. He had Obama on. That's when Obama That's big time shit, bro. Obama dropped the N bomb on his podcast. Oh, word, yeah. That's, ooh, that's <laughs> I love yeah. Obama. Um, but he, guy. Uh, Mark Maron's had all kinds of cool guests. Like he's had Louis C.K. on there a couple of times. He's like mended friendships on the show, and she's it's a really interesting thing. But anyways. Um, he's still doing it. He's great at it. Um, he's, Everything that you just told me about this sounds cool, and I like it. Mark Maron's the man. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, Mending friendships. Yeah, he, um, it's a good show. So that's my honorable mentions. Mark Maron. What like, the fuck with Mark Maron? Did you have any honorable mentions? I have one. Okay, go ahead. Um, this podcast got disqualified from my list because of biased reasons. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the unknown podcast. I didn't oh. want <laughs> to like put them in the list because then it would be like, oh, you just want to put them in there because that's like your affiliate podcast. Sure, sure. But no, like those guys are cool. So let's shine some light on them. Hell How yeah. about that? Yeah, I love that yeah. unknown pod. Those, those pod. are my people. Um, that's awesome. I, I, and fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> hey, that's the one I was on. I mean that shit too. I feel that way. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, unknown podcast. Zucker mind nuts. Unknown podcast. They're doing some cool shit. They're doing all kinds of like. Luckily, they bring me into like the Twitter conversation, so I get like kind of the behind the scenes on what they're doing and shit like that. They they got all kinds of ideas floating around and um, things that they're going to be doing to improve their show and stuff. So, oh yeah, I look forward to seeing where that goes. Um, Brandon's he's great at coming up with uh, ideas. Not that this is all his idea, but um. He's he's usually kind of like the catalyst that gets things done. Like he's always you. He's always been he's you. He's like he's like the, another me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he he likes doing shit and making stuff happen, which I do get a kick out of too. So people um, say all the time to me, like with our podcast, um, like sometimes like things are too much me. Yeah, and I just like nobody else does this podcast with us, but like. This is all kind of your show. <laughs> you know what I'm like, it's really way more him. Yeah. I mean, you could say that, but yeah. And I, I've talked to people who have said like, uh, who I've introduced the podcast to and they're like, yeah, I, your podcast is pretty cool. But, uh, you know, the, the other guy talks way more than you. I've had people tell me that before. Talkative. Um, no, I mean, and I, that's fine with me. I mean, know? this podcast is like our baby. We had yeah. this baby together, but if we got divorced, I'd probably lose custody. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess so. That's the way it goes. Just cause I have the things. Yeah. You're right. I guess I'd start but, another podcast. It just wouldn't be right. as cool. <laughs> It wouldn't be this this awesome. Yeah, so check out the Unknown Pod. I'm on it all, it's pretty often. We still need to do a crossover with them. I would days. love to do that. All right, we'll make. We that should happen. do that sometime. That's a good uh, honorable mention. Yeah. Um, do you want to start with five, or do you want me to? Number five. Um. Yeah. Why don't you start and let me finish? Okay. You got it. Um. My number five is a podcast called Tuesdays with Stories. Um. Sounds really corny, but is it on Tuesdays and they tell stories? It, exactly. To be quite honest, is it also known as Iconoclash? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? They stole our idea. This is Hold our on. podcast. Hold guys. on a second. But yeah, this is just two dudes. They're it's Joe, Joe List and Mark Norman. They're two comedians. They're both very funny. I've seen Mark Norman live. I haven't got the chance to see Joe List yet, but um, very funny dudes. They're super like. 
dry, like punny, corny humor, but I love it. I mean, they're like, I list every episode of their show. I laugh. I enjoy hearing their stories. They always have like a list of, they're kind of like what you do where they have a list of things to talk about, right. but they have way more interesting lives. Like, you know, them doing the comedy shit. They always have something to talk about, you know? So Hell yeah. it's just a really fun. If you like listen to two really funny guys, just tell stories. I highly recommend it. They're, they're hilarious. Hell yeah. So that's my number five. I love it's it. It's a good one. All right. What's your number five? My number five is uh, a podcast called The Wan Show. W-A-N. Okay. Um, and it is Linus Tech Tips. Uh, okay. He's got a YouTube channel, Linus from Linus Tech Tips. Um, and they do a podcast every week on just tech stuff. Um, okay. And Linus, if you're unfamiliar, he's huge on YouTube. But Linus is um, really super entertaining. He's Which the guy one? on the left. This is Linus right uh, here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's super entertaining and he's like really dorky, but really likable. Okay. Um, he's really the draw to their channel. There's a lot of tech channels, but the reason you would watch this one, the reason this one's so popular is because he's extremely likable. Cool. Um, I can't remember the other guy's name off top. Uh, I watch him all the time too. Um, but he's likable too. I like them both a lot. Um, they just review tech pretty much. They don't just review tech. They talk about like tech news. They like the whole, uh, uh, Linus tech tips, YouTube channel is about like tech, but they do all this extreme stuff that nobody else does. Like they'll create gaming rigs with nine graphics cards, like eight, eight setups in one computer and they'll all run at the same time. And like he, you know, builds pushes the RC cars. He'll like set them up with like major fucking batteries in them. So they like go super fast and like okay. they just do wild shit. So they release their show like this. They release as an audio podcast yeah. too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, I, I love that podcast. It's really entertaining. I'll check it out. I've never heard of them. Yeah. I think you'd like it. Okay. Like, cause it's a, a lot of like, it's not just like they're talking about phones and video game stuff. Like they talk about real nerdy extra stuff. Okay. And you like learn a lot of stuff. They, they get real deep on like the scientific end. Okay. So you learn real cool stuff. You'd like it. You would. All right. I'll check them out. The WAN show. Yeah. Um, my number four, which I mean, in all honesty, this could have been my number one, but I, I, I just, I was able to make my list based on like, which ones am I clicking first in my podcast feed? Cause I legitimately have like, that's exactly how I did my list. I subscribed all to like of 50 mine, podcasts, but I only care about like five or six of them. All of I my podcasts sure I that I did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. No, you're right. All of my podcasts that I did. Um, I watch all of them weekly. Yeah. But, um, and there was a bunch of other ones that I could have put as honorable mentions. They might ruin the other ones on my list because sure. the reason I didn't use them is because they're kind of connected to the other ones. So I just picked my favorite of the bunch. Okay. But the only way that I could separate them was like, which one would I click first? Okay. Which one would I be like, yeah, I want to listen to this one first. Yeah. And that's how I did it. Okay. That's pretty much how, what I did. So well, I listen to all of them weekly. For that reason, um, this could have been number one, honestly, but um, I'm putting it at number four. I don't know why that backed out in my note archived, believe it or not. But my number four is Joe Rogan Experience. I knew that that was going to be on there. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it I really, thought, I thought that was gonna be your number one for real. It really is a great show. I mean, like Joe Rogan or not, like he's a, he's, he knows how to, how to have a conversation with someone and talk about interesting shit. And if nothing else, I mean, it's not a show that you want to listen to every episode of, but I highly recommend going through his 1200 episodes of shows and picking a couple that have people that you might think are interesting or an even more fun game that I like doing. And I did this with Mark Maron's podcast is find an episode with somebody you've never heard of and listen to it. 
by the end, like I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard Joe Rogan talk to somebody, Mark Maron too. Um, we're at the end of the podcast. I like was Googling this person or looking up shit they've yeah, done yeah, or something, sure. you know, it's, it's just, it's a great way to be introduced to stuff. It's a great, they, they, Joe Rogan's a pretty every man type of guy as far as like, he's very logical down to earth. Um, for the most part, you know, depending on what you're talking to him, he's arrogant about some shit, you know, but I see a lot of his arrogant side and I don't see his other side that you speak of, but like, I don't follow him like that. Yeah. So I'm just seeing like bits and pieces here and there. I mean, like, he, ha he has like some pretty, um, I don't know. He has some wacky opinions that probably a lot of people wouldn't agree with, but, um, he doesn't really, he's very open to like new ideas and experiences. And the amount of times I've heard him on a podcast where somebody's telling him about something and literally like you listen to a podcast a couple months later and he's now picked that up as a hobby, you know, well, like he's just so open and like interested in everything. I will say this. A lot of the qualities that make me not like Joe Rogan, I think I embody. Okay. <laughs> like okay. I, I'm like self-aware of that. Like okay. there's times where I think he's like coming off like an asshole. Yeah. And he's like really like meaning what he's saying. And I'm just like, I don't like this at all. And he is <laughs> acting like me. Yeah. Um, if you want to see him just be more likable and down to earth, I'd recommend watching any podcast of his with another comedian. He doesn't. He well, I certainly can't fault him for it too much. Yeah. I gotcha. It, it reminds me of me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're being a jerk. And <laughs> it reminds me of me, bro. Like, yeah. A lot of people look at Joe. He's a very, he looks like a typical bro, but he's he kind of macho. He has, yeah, he, he comes off like that, but he has a lot of really redeeming qualities that, you know, I really, I would love to like be friends with Joe. Rogan. I know a lot I mean, of people that love him. So he's a, he seems like I'm a sure really if cool I, guy. if I got more into it, I'd probably, yeah, he'd probably grow on me. Um, yeah. All right. That's my number four. What's your number four? My number four, speaking of people growing on you, my number four is Awesome Hardware. Okay. Which is, um, it's a weekly podcast done by two different YouTubers that I like a lot. Um, one's Bitwit and the other one's Paul's Hardware. Okay. So it's Paul and Kyle from Bitwit. Um, they are two separate YouTube channels and they're apparently good friends and they do this, uh, no, another tech podcast. They do it weekly. This one's more focused specifically on PCs. Okay. The other one's PC heavy too, but this is like solely on PCs. Um, but speaking of people growing on you, when I started watching a bunch of tech YouTube and everything, I hated Paul from Paul's Hardware. And every time his videos would come up in like rotation, I'd be like, God damn it. And I'd like <laughs> click off of them. And it used to drive me nuts, except for Bitwit became my favorite, YouTube, like one of my favorite YouTubers, period. This is Bitwit right here? Yeah. I right. really, really like him. He's super funny. I love everything he does. Like he just does all kinds of cool stuff. He gives all these cool things away to people and he films cool videos and crazy ways to do it. And his channel, it's got like him and his wife and they like do all kinds of fun stuff together. I'm jealous okay. of their relationship. And uh, he's just like super likable. Okay, cool. And he also like he's Asian, so like he has all these real heavy like Asian jokes and stuff, and I love that. So he teamed up with Paul from Paul's Hardware. Yeah, they both live in LA, and so they're like buddies. And so like every week they like switch off. So awesome hardware. Every week when they do it, they do the their show in two parts. They do half of it on one of their channels, and then they stop it and they start another half and put it on the other guy's channel. And they rotate which one they do first, so that everything's even. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So there's no way to like watch the whole episode beginning to end in one video. No, but they always have like a link to the other one. Or, yeah, like, yeah. Like if one like if you watch. A first half on one of their channels it usually jumps right to the other that's one. pretty cool but um like i never liked paul and left and i got hip to paul because of bitwit and now i really like paul and i don't know why <laughs> i didn't like him so much because like i watch his channel all the time now and he does all this like 
not even tech stuff. He'll do like home improvement stuff. He just did one where he was like redoing his bathroom. Oh, cool. And it was like not something I'm even interested in. I just like Paul. And so I watched it. <laughs> and I'm like, I hated this guy for so. Why? I love that's both. cool, though. Your opinion changed. You know? Yeah, that's they're cool. great. I love both of them. And they're super entertaining and they're super fun. They always are cracking jokes and they're they play cool video games and they're just likable guys. Seems cool. And they talk about cool PC stuff. And, you know, I love PCs now. Their merch ain't as cool as ours. No, it's not. Get you an iconic. But they do have, you know what they do have is um, Bitwit Kyle. He has this like sprite of him like blowing a flamethrower on a t-shirt. And I was like, why don't we have sprites, bro? We should. Somebody somebody make us some sprites. Sprites, bro. We need somebody who's good at that. I'm so jealous of the sprites. I don't know if we can find somebody on like Fiverr. You know what I mean? You ever heard of Fiverr? There's got to be like a website where you can like build a sprite that looks like you, right? Probably. Something. I don't know, but I love it. I think it's cool. We can just use our bitmojis. No, that's whack. I agree. This is super garbage. <laughs> All right. But those guys are super cool. My number, was that your number four? That was my number four. My number three, <clears throat> I love this podcast. It's called Doug Loves Movies. Yep. You've talked about this much. Um, I've been to several Doug Loves Movies shows. Um, I've listened to almost every Wait, episode. Does live? He does it live. Um, usually in LA, but he does um, tour with it randomly. Like, I mean, like, like, is it just him or does he have a co-host? Um, it's just, he's the host. He's the one and only host. Every episode though, he has like a, usually three comedians or three of his friends. Sometimes famous people are on there. I um, think watching somebody that does a podcast by themselves, which are people who do that. Oh yeah. That is amazing. I agree. That is impressive as fuck. Obviously that doesn't apply here. If he has, I'm with you. I, that, I can't, but. I wouldn't be able to do that, but Doug, he usually comes out. He's a comedian too. So, I mean, he's used to being on stage by himself. He usually comes out, makes a few jokes, starts reading his list and then like brings out his guests, makes some jokes with them, talks to them for a little bit, which that's usually the most fun part of the show is like them just bullshitting, fu- bouncing off each other and shit. And then they usually play a few rounds of trivia game, movie trivia games that he has created and he has answers to, you know what I mean? So we should work trivia in our podcast. That would be fun. That would be fun. I would love to do something like that, but Doug, he, it's great. If you love mo- movie trivia and you love laughing, <laughs> um, check out Douglas movie. That's so fun. I mean, Pick any random episode. It doesn't matter who's on it. Doug is funny. He, this is like, he's found his fucking thing. You know what I mean? This oh, yeah. is it. He's great at it. I love people that found their thing. Yeah. I love that about people. Mm-hmm. Like I know. People, when they find their thing, have something special about them. Yep. And like, it shines. I think I think that's what Doug did here. So um, that's my number three. What is your number three? My number three is an IGN podcast called Game Scoop. Okay. Now, IGN has a whole bunch of podcasts. They have Game Scoop and um, the PS4 show is Beyond and the Xbox show is Unlocked and the Nintendo show is uh, whatever it's called. Um, okay. I like all of them. I watch all of them weekly. Okay. Um, game Scoop is my favorite because Game Scoop is just about all games. It's okay. not about just one platform or anything. Um, and I also really like the host. So Damon, the guy's talking right there. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the host and then they change out the other guys, different okay. IGN employees every week. And that's how they do all the podcasts on IGN. Okay. But Damon is always the, He's always host, the host of game scoop. Of game scoop. He invented game scoop like years ago. Okay, cool. And, um, he is super likable. He's of all the people they have on all these podcasts. Cause like he'll feature on the other podcasts. Like they'll just grab whoever's in the office and yeah. do it. Um, so the cast is constantly changing, but of all the people on IGN, there's like three or four that I really like. And then the rest of them are all like, okay. Damon is one of the ones that I really, really like. Okay. Um, actually, this is a pretty good, like, the first three guys here I like a lot. The fourth guy's fine. Um, but <laughs> right. Damon is, like, great. And um, they always have 
really good conversations about video games and stuff, but they always, they do a lot of retro stuff on this one too. They talk a lot about like retro games and things like that. Um, and at the end of every episode, they play video game 20 questions where he picks a game. Sometimes it's user submitted or whatever. And he, they do 20 questions going around trying to figure out which game it is. And it can be from anywhere. So they have to start like, is it before 1990? And it's okay. Is it uh, on one platform? That's and pretty he gets, cool. He counts on his fingers and they have to figure <laughs> out what game it is. All right. And it's super fun. And it's awesome. They have one episode they did where it was video game 100 questions where the whole episode was just 20 questions but they had five games and they had 100 questions and um they like if you had extra questions from like if you got the first one in 13 questions your other seven questions rolled over so you had 100 questions to get five games oh i got you i got you and that was like super fun and that cool. sounds cool they do all kinds of cool stuff but like hmm. It's just, it's my favorite video game podcast. It's awesome. All right. That's cool. That's your number three. Yeah. And I watch a bunch of video game podcasts. This is my favorite of all of them. So. That sounds pretty neat. I don't watch I recommend any, it. I don't watch any video game, anything. So if there's one to watch, that's probably it. This is a great one. Yeah. Okay. And it's only like an hour every week. Okay. So it's like not Manageable. too much to fit in. Um, all right. So my number three was Doug Loves Movies. Yours was Game Scoop. My number two is Your Mom's House, um, which is... Uh, Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky, which is his wife. This is Tom Segura. Um, they're both funny comedians. Um, and then like this episode, they have Dr. Drew on. This is their new set, by the way. People are hating on it, but um, they're Why? just... It's kind of cool. Hater, eh, haters. What would, was the old set better? I mean, not necessarily. Here, I'll show you. I think um, that one's kind of cool. I kind of like it. I like it too. Um, here's their old set. Their old set was just like in their basement. What's cool is they, their house... Used to kind of like that too. It's kind of grungy, you know. Yeah, what I'm their house used to be owned by a um, like Academy Award winning composer. So he had like his badass studio in the basement and shit. And uh, they moved into it and made it their podcast studio where they tell like fart jokes and oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, you don't like poop humor, so you may not like this very much. But most of their show is poop humor, farts, and I mean they're just super silly husband and wife team. Like they're both like you know, gross, like silly people, you know, but they're so funny. They're so like in love and you could tell like their relationship is perfect for one another. You know what I mean? Like it, you really get a sense of like how their real personalities are, I think on this show. So I think that's the, the most charm of it, but mainly the show is just Tom like collecting a bunch of funny YouTube videos to show his wife. And like, they just giggle and laugh about them like the entire show. I'm put off by how many times you had to say the P word in <laughs> describing this podcast. Bro. I mean, that's legitimately like what they talk about a lot. They talk about pooping, farting, shitting, um, gross stuff a lot. Yeah. I divorced my wife. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, they they have like cute little pet names for each other and stuff. It's really fun. I mean, I, I don't know. I love it. <laughs> what the heck's going All right, on? What are we at? Number two. Yeah. My number two or your number two? Uh, that was your number two? Yeah, that was my number what two. What are you doing? I don't know. Look, see, look how the picture... Oh, that's kind of cool. See how the picture like t covers up all of our shit on our table? I don't know if I like that, though. Oh, I didn't even notice. Right. I like it go. better with it all normal. <laughs> all right. Anyway, my number two. Your mom's house. My number two. What's your number two? My number two is the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. Um, I've made no mistake about how much I love Joe Budden as a lyricist. I love his podcast, how much I try to emulate him. Um, he's a huge inspiration in my life. I love Budden. Um, I like 
Rory and Mal, his co-hosts on the Joe Budden podcast. Um, I think they talk about cool hip hop shit, but they also, we were talking about this before, I think before the show started, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't just talk about hip hop shit. They talk about whatever they want. Yeah. Like, you watch this because you like them. Um, this is the most recent episode. This is the one where he was talking about see how to prince. I mean, it seems like their setup ain't much more elaborate than ours. No, man. Their, their setup is a lot worse than ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know, they just, they got an awesome podcast that I love and they yeah. talk about the coolest shit and they have strong opinions and they touch on cool topics. And yeah, you've um, talked about the show many times. So I'm this, sure is, this is a really good podcast. Like I said, I've made no mistake. Joe Budden is one of my biggest inspirations in life. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like him. I think he's a lot like me, which is part of the reason why I think I identify with him so sure. much. Um, but yeah, I love it. Love it. Highly recommend this. You, I've never watched an you episode. You should like hip hop on some level in order to listen to this, but um, it's not like a strictly hip hop podcast. Okay. It's awesome. All right. I'll peep it one of these days. Yeah. You should just check it out just to see what it's about. Okay. Like Joe Budden always has these outrageous opinions. Man, if that's, I thought that was going to be your number one. If that's your number two, I'm surprised. No, that's my number two. I'll be shocked to see what your number one is. <clears throat> um, all right. Let me get the drum roll ready here. What's your number one? I'm pretty sure I've talked about, about it on this show before. My number one is Kill Tony. Kill Tony. You've talked about that before. I love fucking Kill Tony. It comes. What's cool is like it. They do it live Monday nights, and it airs like it's. They're in LA, so it's usually like eight their time. But I'm going to bed around ten thirty or so usually. So it, co- it goes live at eleven on Monday nights. So I get to watch it, you know, live as it airs, which is awesome. But like this episode actually has Doug Benson on it randomly. This is the comedy store in LA, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, That's like the world-renowned comedy store. It is. Yep. Um, and they, the comedy store has like three rooms. They used to be in what was called the belly room, which is like the shittier, smallest room. Now they're in the main room. Like that's how popular it's become. Well, you know that the comedy store is such a big deal that I'm not really all that in tune with like the comedy underworld. And I know what the comedy store is. Yeah. I was shocked, honestly, so, that you even brought it up. Um, uh, it's but, like it's huge. Yeah. Um, but Kill Tony's awesome. If you don't know what it is, it's just... Kill Tony, or I'm sorry, Tony Hinchcliffe is a really funny comedian, friend of Joe Rogan's and all of them. Um, but uh, he's like a roast comic. He writes for the roasts and everything. Roasts. Um, but he does a show live every Monday night where they have a little setup at the comedy store on stage and then they bring people sign up in a bucket, put their name in a bucket to get one minute of stage time. Then if he pulls your name out of the bucket, you come up, do a minute of comedy. And then... Uh, he pretty much just, it's mostly the him, him and everybody else roasting you for another, the next 10 minutes. Right. Usually what it boils down to, cause you usually suck. Right. You know, but sometimes they, it's pretty shocking. They get like really dope comedians or they pull people out that they're so flabbergasted. It's like a great comedian. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like the, right. No matter what he can make it funny though, which is the best part. Like it would not be as good of a show without Tony Hinchcliffe. He's so fucking like spot on with some of the shit. He's so witty and quick. Um, and it's not just him either. Brian Redband's with him on the right. Uh, he helps and he usually has some guests that are funny too, but the band is actually some of the funniest parts of the show. They're yeah. so ridiculous. They have like a gimmick every week. Like this week they're aliens on this episode <laughs> and they, they act goofy and say stupid shit. But, um, I don't know, man. Every part about it. It's like, it's like a perfect mix. Yeah. Uh, and it creates like a very funny, funny show. I highly recommend to anyone, especially if you like comedy, you would love it. I love that the comedy underworld, like I've gotten to know a few different comics, um, from doing like hip hop shows and having comics like do host them and things like that. Yeah. Um, one actually did a skit in an ICP album. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the comics that I know. Um, cool. But, um, like there's Brett as is out in California. There's a, there's a few that I know, but, um, 
I love finding out that like the whole comedy underworld is exactly like underground hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> like they have beefs amongst each other yeah. and like they have, they play these shows, they grind it out like rappers. Like it's so weird how much it's just like hip hop. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> I love it. And it makes me so interested and want to get involved in the scene and just okay. like know what's going on and like get to friend people and like, but I don't want to tell jokes. I just have to be a fan. Yeah. I feel it. Which they probably like, I think ever we need more fans in life. Yeah. Less people that want to be the star and more people that like, I know I'm with it. That's ridiculous coming from me, but no, like, yeah, we need more fans in life, bro. People, it's okay to just be a fan of stuff. I'm with that. That's a good, yeah. that's a good way to look at anything. Like I want to be a rapper, but I can be a fan of comedy and I can be a fan of tech stuff and I can like other stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we should all like other stuff too. As long as it sparks joy, man. Spark joy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's, um, Get ready. What's your number one? Hold on. Iconoclast oh, is my number one, boy. Yeah. yeah, you knew I was going to do it. <laughs> I know we, we excluded uh, Unknown Podcast because it was biased, but I thought about that, except for I'm not excluding Iconoclast for anything. Fuck okay. that shit. I feel that. Best goddamn podcast, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. The one guy on there is like charming and handsome and funny and awesome. And the other guy is like obnoxious and bald and fuck him with his beard. And they're a great dynamic and I love it. I love Iconoclast. My favorite podcast. Fuck yeah. High five. What do you have to say about it? It's a great show. I highly recommend it to anyone, anywhere. Grandmas, babies. Small children, big children, adults, farm animals, dogs, <laughs> nah, dogs, never mind, but cats, <laughs> dogs, not so much. Dogs probably aren't going to like my cat. <laughs> oh, that's what's up, man. Hell yeah. That deserves to be number one. That's yeah. a good choice. Number one. Fuck yeah. Sorry. I could not do it. Nah. I could not do it. I had to. I honestly I had to. I wasn't expecting that, man. I had to. That was a good choice. Yeah. Iconoclash. They talk about everything that I like, bro. <laughs> they talk about hip hop. They talk about video games. They talk Hell about yeah. tech. Hell they yeah. talk about politics sometimes. Sometimes. Just anything that I like, they talk about it. And I'm just, it's awesome. And it's funny how, like, every single time something is current in my life and I want to hear somebody talk about it, they're talking about it. I know. It's, it's shocking. It's like perpetually right where I'm at. Give it a monster bash? Oh, it gets the ultimate monster bash. We can give it the golden monster bash. Monster bash. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Great choice, man. All right. All right. Well, that's that. That's that. That was our top five podcast. Hope you all enjoyed that. Um, Oops here. Let's push live. Um, well, so be on the lookout for some streaming Twitch shit. Maybe. And we'll post that shit on YouTube too. Um, what else should they look forward to for next week, man? What we got? What else we got going on? Anything to promote or talk shit What's about? The date. It's the fifteenth. Today's the fifteenth. We're ten days away from Resident Evil Two. Ten days away from Resident Evil Two. Um, we'll we'll make sure. We, I'll make sure we get at least some kind of contest going. We'll hopefully be giving away some ends albums here. I'll give you some music to give away today. Fuck yeah, we'll do it. Um, I'll make so, that happen. Um, yeah, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Yes, like, share, subscribe. Yes. And um, follow me on Twitch. Follow and it's twitch.tv slash slash its ends. I think yeah. mine slash special keysy. Yes. Um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and iconoclash.net. It's ends baby.com, the unknown pod.com. And do all that. Yeah. Right? That. All right. Thanks, guys. Catch Boom. you later. See you next time on Iconoclash. Bye. Hey, everybody.
everyone. Thanks for listening and or watching and checking out Iconoclash. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, follow on all of our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that, especially YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Twitch, everything. And join us live on Facebook every Tuesday. Just, you know, you'll get the notification. Yeah, do that. Peace.